do this, guys. Help. <laughs> what I was about to start. Darren, you can just intro. No, I cannot. No. You can't? No, it's okay. Jen's turn. That is my turn. You. Thank you. Episode. Wow. Gotta throw the kid in the pool, right? Let's <laughs> <laughs> watch him die. You better not drown. Right, Come ahead. on, don't embarrass me. Episode 202. <laughs> Ooh, it's yes. a uh, palindrome. Hey, Is that what it's called? It only took two years. That's what it's called. Two hundred. There, you gotta think about it. You gotta think about it. Why are you talking about it? I was I'm more like but happy. You wanted me to be wrong. Got, I wanted you to be wrong a little bit. So my first name is Torlo. <laughs> I hate that name. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why are we recording? <laughs> wait, we're we're recording. Yeah. Oh yeah, we started. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, so sorry. <laughs> my bad. Let me just do the intro. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? Two hundred and two. Yes, it's a palindrome. Yeah, it only took. 202 mm, episodes, mm, mm, but he got it. Got it. I learned, baby. I still learn. Palindrome's a real baby. Money right. is fake. You're, uh, you're in, the, <laughs> in the building, we have Darren. Bam. Genevieve. And today, because Darren's throwing the baby in the pool, we have a special guest. Um, if you are in Rhode Island, or actually probably in half of the states, you probably have election primaries coming up. You know, we're going to start seeing more and more campaign ads and such and, and all that fun stuff. So today we actually have someone who's running for office in the great state of Rhode Island. And I'm going to let her do her wonderful intro for herself because I'm going to mess it up. But <laughs> here we have Cor. Hi. Hi, guys. The acoustics Hello. Are Thank you for having me on your show. I am so, um, I'm actually honored. Hey. Um, Thank you. I've seen the work that you guys were doing or have been doing. Um, I've no, I know two of you from childhood. Yes, yes. So it wasn't, it wasn't hard to say, yes, I'm coming down, or <laughs> even to reach out and ask. So that it's good. And I've known your wife since childhood. So it's Rhode Island. Yeah, it's Rhode Island. Yeah, it is Rhode such Island. a Rhode Island yes. story to start this off. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Seven degrees of separation, for real. <laughs> so my name is Torlo Kamasa Amos. Um, I go. Most people know me as Kamasa or Cor. Um, when I was working like um and i would introduce myself a lot of times um people wouldn't get that right so i came up with like a little system for them a little song and dance not like you know i wasn't doing like that because <laughs> <Okay, laughs> you know that so flash, right? <laughs> <laughs> right i am <laughs> no, no jazz fingers um <laughs> so I used to tell that they would they would like what what come kamasa kamasa so I was like it's like the Michael Jackson song come say kamasa yo yo if you can't yo. you want to be cool and you you can't like you don't you know Michael Jackson wow come say come he does not say that though right yeah. right but it's an easy but, way to remember yeah absolutely I like that yeah. wow right. yeah. so it didn't it didn't it didn't put a lot of pressure on them it was you know they could chuckle about it and. I still expected my name to be sounding right out your mouth. So, awesome. so that, that's right now I'm running for representative for District 5, which is the Charles, Wunchuck, and Elmhurst, Elmhurst area of Rhode oh, okay, Island. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, you know, I decided to jump in this race um, because I've always had a passion for the community. Um, I had to step back for a little bit, and that was a journey in itself, but... You know, out of that experience, I gained and gleaned so much wisdom. Um, I got closer to God. Um, sometimes I would be far away from God because <laughs> the experience was just so intense. Um, and then this year, Marcia Wrangland Vessel, who is actually the woman who is the who was 
she's now stepped down, the representative for District 5 approached me about running. Oh. At first, I was like, nah, I don't think I was going to do that. <laughs> um, but after what I went through, I think some of it was my confidence of getting back in the public or getting back into community service, uh, doubting if I had the energy to do it. Um, but sometimes it takes someone believing in you and reminding you of the person you are. And she definitely did that for me. And I was like, I got this. Mm. So here I am. I'm running. Um, I'm looking for people to support. I'm looking to get my message out there. So I, I decided to come on down because I want to relate to people. And I know you guys do an excellent job at that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. A lot to unpack there. It's so but lot. first, I want to say thank you. And we're honored to have you on. It's good to see you again. So you had mentioned uh, the one I forgot her name. What was her name again? Who, uh, Marcia Wrangland Bessel. Marcia, how do you know her? Like, because I don't know anyone in a district that say, "Yo, Bim, you wanna take my seat?" <laughs> That's probably because people who know you know you. Ha! Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But <laughs> like, how do you know her, and, and why did she think of you? So I actually worked on Marcia's first campaign, okay. where she ran against um, an incumbent that had sat there for like 22, 24 years. Wow. And sometimes people get com comfortable. Yeah. You know, when you have a seat of power, you get comfortable. And then maybe the accountability isn't as strong because you're like, oh, they've been there forever. Right. Um, he was part of the leadership in the uh, uh, General Assembly. And Marcia decided after, I think, her, one of her sons, so she has three sons, um, she, she told me the story about how one of her sons came home and broke down because one of his friends had gotten shot and killed. Oh. And she, you know, moms are something else. Oof, oof. Like, my little boy feels bad, I'm going to do something. Wow. I'm going to run and I'm going to make changes. So she ousted De Simone that year, um, and it actually made national news because oh, wow. she, she was not favored to win. Mm. She, didn't ha I don't, she didn't have much fun. She didn't have rec name recognition. Right, so she literally went door to door. So when she came to my door, I was like, who are you? <sighs> and to tell you the truth, being a black woman in Rhode Island and seeing another black woman being like, I'm gonna take this seat, I'm gonna take this seat of power, and it feels empowering myself. Yes. So I was like, I'm going, I got your back. Mm. We started working and um, during that time, I hadn't told people, but I had been diagnosed with a terminal lung disease called pulmonary fibrosis. Wow. So I actually started to get worse and had to just take a step back. Marcia constantly checked on me. Mm. Um, we were hoping for a baby. We were told we would never have children. I, we eventually did have a child Thank and God. she was there. Uh, she and my daughter are, are closed. My daughter doesn't know that she's not, like, that's auntie to her. So um, so that's how it came about. So she saw my fight. Mm. She saw my fight. And the, the fight was just for life. Like, literally, the fight was for life. Um, so it's been two years. Two years. I had a double lung transplant in 2020, which wow. is a miracle story in itself. Because if you know, 2020 was COVID. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Oof. I have a I saying, um, and I use it, uh, when, when, medi when medicine ceases, miracles begin. Mm -hmm. Because there was no way. Everything had to be perfect in order for me to get that transplant. Mm -hmm. You're talking about uh, time, location, blood type, size, without COVID. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And so after that, you know, recovery was, I got COVID twice. Wow. And my doctors were like, are you? are you okay? And I'm like, I'm perfectly fine. Wow. Because when God does something like that in your life, your, your faith is so high. Yeah. Mm. You're like, you know what? I might, I might walk, I just might walk into heaven with Moses or something. Mm. I just might. <laughs> like, you just have this strong faith. Yes. Um, and that's our fight in itself. So 
she when she approached me, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. I didn't want the backlash of people questioning my uh, medical journey or mm. thinking I wasn't strong enough. I didn't think my story, I thought my story would actually be a hindrance. But she spoke into my life, mm. and I was like, you know what? You're right. Everybody goes through journey for a reason, and pain brings purpose. For sure. Um, with me, some of the purpose I see is that people are experiencing pain now, and they don't know how to navigate that. You see a, a, an economy where people are losing jobs and housing. You see people ha are still mourning, mourning from um, COVID and loss. You see a feeling of uncertainty. And can I tell you, I went through all of that. Yeah. Mm. I went through all of that. And I tell people, I'm on the other side and I can tell you it's gonna be okay. Yeah. I can tell you it's gonna be okay. So with me, people say, you're really optimistic. I was like, shoot, I'm living my second life and I'm living my best life. Mm -hmm. So of course I'm gonna be optimistic about things. Of course, yeah. So that's, that's how me and my see it. And that's why a representation matters. Because yes. if she didn't look like she did, where is the uh, enthusiasm? Where's the willingness to help mm -hmm. someone on that journey to become a black woman in all? Like, like come on now. Right. Oof, and she also, had, like, once she got in assembly, she also had to navigate as a black woman because there's not many minorities in that Senate. Yeah, that, the fight just starts. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, I, I just put my gloves <laughs> right. on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oof. So that was that, yeah. Now, did you always have a passion for politics? Did, was it the thing you thought about, or is it just like, a, uh, I'm learning this from day one? Because none of that stuff no, no. seems fun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so Let I, me wipe the tears I had this morning. Because <laughs> I'm a fun-loving guy. I watch right at politics. I'm like, it's not fun, you guys doing that stuff. He was actually uh, the one I was worried about telling that yeah. we were going to have you on the show. I'm like, he's not going to want to even talk mean? about politics. No, because oh, I no. have questions. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. No, whenever we talk about politics, Ben was like, all right, I'll see, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> no, nah, that's not true. I just be like, all right, and then what? Yes. So I'll, Because I'll, mm -hmm. it's always that, you know what I'm saying? And but, then what? Yeah. I get that. Uh, sorry, Dan, what was the question? I want her to answer that. Oh, yes, there was yeah, a great sorry. question. Yeah, so, my um, <laughs> have, were you always into politics? Is this uh, just something that you're learning from day one? And so, I guess, what, how are you navigating this learning experience? So, not politics. I was part of community organizing for mm -hmm. the longest time. And that started from childhood, oh. from church, being in church activities. being in, When you think about it, partaking in church is community. Mm. You're, facts, building commi facts, you're building facts. community. You're learning how to work with people. You're learning how to pray for people. Mm -hmm. you're, you're learning all of Care these things. Care for children. Care for, right? <laughs> yeah. You're Young learning how to have a vision. Mm. Um, these, these are things that are instilled in you, that was instilled in me from my early childhood. Uh, because I am a Liberian-American, we have the Liberian Association where we take the youth and our parents would teach us our culture, they would teach, us our, uh, teach us how to bake, teach us how to sew, teach us how, a lot of things. I didn't know so, that. Yeah, oh. yeah, I can't do any of it now. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't even cook jello fries, so uh, we can't edit that out. <laughs> That's yes, yes, you get backlash for that line I would blame it on the years of struggle. <laughs> Your, your campaign opponent's going to be like, she can't she even. Can't, shut up. She can't even. She can't even. <laughs> they better not use that. Right. <laughs> I'm fighting. Them. She's not even an African. No, I <laughs> She's going to be like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> That's the whole, whole platform. Do you want somebody? <laughs> right, sorry, I'm sorry. Continue. Bland. Bland jell That's what you're getting. <laughs> That sounds so Listen, sad. Listen, I feel oh like God. if we were in Africa, that might have been like, that might have been, been, yeah, been a thing. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> 
You said blend jello friends, oh, huh? Oh my god. That's um, crazy. That's yeah. wild. I just need a second. What? I'm sorry. Yeah, process <laughs> that. Process that. Process just rice and tomato paste. Yeah. That's what it is. Peter Joe's. Oh. All right, I'm sorry. Um, so that that was community. I saw how community was built. I saw how communities move forward. I saw how communities um, got what they wanted because uh, Liberian communities, Nigerian communities, uh, Black American communities, even white communities, when they come together, you know, they're able to do things. So that was instilled mm. early. Mm. Um, went to struggled because I'm the, I'm the first child. Parents didn't know what they were doing when they put me in college. And then they were like, we don't have money. I was like, <laughs> so, so I moved to Boston, um, worked in uh, Jocelyn Diabetes Center in the Office of Sponsored Research. I sat at the table of researchers, and that was an eye-opening thing because what they, some of the things that they proposed was going into minority neighborhoods and offering them something like $500 to be part of a study. Mm. That is very persuasive, yeah. let's just say, to do a study where you're trying new drugs. Where, and oh. if, you're, if you're a person that's not making a lot of money, $500 is tempting. And if you're like, well, it might kill me, but I can pay my, my life bill. At least my kids will eat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's a problem. I started to see, as I sat at that table, I started to see things that um, I was not exposed to. Because, you know, if you grow up in the, in the kind of community I do, you're sheltered from everything. Mm. Like, it's, it's not until I started going, to, I, I started at Northeastern, and they were like, what? You, you don't know what juice is? You don't know what, like, I didn't know. Because it was just like, you know, oh, papa, oh, shit, oh, papa, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I remember my father throwing out my Fuji's, like, the, the food, yep, 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 mm -hmm. The story was, we were driving on the highway, and he was like, this is my money now, but you know, it's not my money. It's not your money. Right. And so he's like, you let me listen. <laughs> he's like, let's all listen to that tape. Oof. So if you, if it's not a family friendly thing. Oh so when he put in the tape, it didn't even start on the right side. It started on side B. Oh and I will always remember this because it was, the it was. Get <laughs> no. Oh my yeah, goodness. No, the worst. No. Yes. My dad injected oh, that tape no. and threw it out on the highway of 95. <laughs> So when not I even. say closed off, oh, when she boy. said ready or not, not, I was not. I'm not ready. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, I'm hearing that skin in my head right now. Yo. It's killing Can my you imagine inside. your parents like, Yo. oh my God, because we and my brother used to play that that part over and over because we thought it was so funny. It is funny. But we played in our room, obviously. <laughs> you, you didn't just play that at the kitchen table. Oh, boy. Oh, that that's... Good. Oh, boy. <laughs> so they don't understand Ooh, that. My neck no, hurts. No, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> you said that was the first hip-hop album you ever heard, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. one of the greatest. Mm -hmm. Man. <laughs> they, I told him they only let him listen to it because it's Haitian. <laughs> Literally. Pretty sure my dad was like, oh, white club. We, we know. <laughs> I have to support <laughs> oh, my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So, so that was the kind of sheltered life I live. I moved, into, I moved out to Boston. Well, you didn't have juice as a kid, though? No, no, no. Watch the movie Juice. Oh. Like, all the black, like, boys oh, in the hood. Gotcha, gotcha, so, gotcha. when I went to Northeastern, which is, like, in Boston. Yeah. Uh, the, Kids that came to that school, I started. I started going to school with was like, like, I wasn't. So let me be honest, I because in Rhode Island we do we do struggle with this too with our African American brothers. I didn't grow up in an African American culture. I learned African American culture when I moved to Boston. Right. 
So I was seen very differently. They weren't mean about it. I remember the term Oreo was a thing I heard. Um, And it wasn't that I was an Oreo. It was just that I hadn't been exposed to To the the culture. culture. Yeah. 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 Um, So I took no offense to it. I definitely loved it. Um, (laughs) You know, that's when what you, when you learn on a whole nother world, we were... I was like, because it wasn't this. It was like this. Totally different. Got it. Darren Ward, Darren guy. I was used to this. No, because I could understand that. Because you know, in my household, we were quite sheltered as well. So right, yeah, a lot of people. So you go out to this, yeah, and you start seeing. I was in the Bobby Brown early in the bathroom, in the basement. What were you doing? What were you doing it with your mother? Yeah, we all this. Yes, it's funny. Because my mom, the things that she let us like get on pay per view or, or watch on HBO, it was like the worst of the worst. It was yeah. either like nothing or like Pulp oh, Fiction <laughs> or, or Schwarzenegger yeah. movie or something. We definitely watched Pulp Fiction with my mom. Really? Oh no way, for real? Yeah, she ordered on pay per view oh, for us. Like with I'm her? not even joking. Yeah, she ordered it. There's wow. an aggressive rape scene in that movie. Oh my god! I fell asleep in yeah. the beginning. Oh, Every time okay. I watch that movie, I fall asleep halfway through. Oof. It's so weird. Probably because I don't know. PTSD or something. You're not supposed to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I know yeah. all the parts. I just know they were scrambled. But yeah, anyway, I digress. Yeah. I, I won't be any longer <laughs> with this question because I'm just like dragging this. Like, this is my history. Um, so you can tell how old I am because we're still in college. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang. What is that? 1992? We're in the same boat. We're in the same boat. I was exposed to a lot. I was Boston is totally different. Like I've never seen a homeless person until I went to Boston, <laughs> and I was like, "Why does this guy just stand in front of the Seven Eleven? Like, right?" And he just has this sign in. <laughs> if you don't get it by the sign. But once I was Bursa blocked, which is financial aid blocked, uh, I was like, uh, "Need money for school." Mm-hmm. Got it. Can I stand yeah. next to you, brother? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got a mark IQs. You got a mark IQs. Now you got a mark IQs. Life comes at you hard, right? That's the commercial. <laughs> Anyway, got a job out there, started working at Justin Diabetes Center. It exposed me to even more and being in a, in a, and I was an administrative assistant, so I wasn't in a seat of uh, decisions. So it was just like you in the room listening, you, you, you the one in the room. But then I started being like, that's not right. That's not right. Um, eventually left there, moved back home uh, at 24. Um, after being bursal blocked for that long, yep. <laughs> <laughs> because back then you couldn't claim independent until you were 24. Oh, that wow. is true. Yep. Yeah. So I, I couldn't that. fill out my I own <laughs> FAFSA. Yeah. So I just had to wait. I just had to wait until I could claim myself because my parents were like, <laughs> so. Good thing my I got it then. I don't remember <laughs> doing that step. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I don't remember doing that step. I just did it. Yeah, could have claimed myself. Yeah. Right. Wow. Transfer to Rick. Continue to do what I love, which was communications. My dream for communications was really to inform people, to empower them with information so that they can make good decisions in their lives, to be like one of those like people on the soapbox, like extra, extra, don't get, you know, mm-hmm. don't get like, don't get run over by, you know, what's going on. I, I feel like sometimes in our community, we're so distracted with work mm-hmm. and kids and whatever, that when we do elect our politicians, we're, we're literally asking them to take up the helm of accountability and do what's right for my interest. Mm. Um, but we haven't seen that lately, have we? Nope. Uh, so graduated, uh, graduated from Rick, went on to, graduated from Rick, went on to work for the African Alliance of Rhode Island. So here I am, I'm still in community organizing. Well, in Boston, it wasn't community, it was more like clubbing, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me be honest. Um, 
started working with the African Alliance, worked with Lifespan as a community liaison. Um, started working at HMEA, which is serving people with disabilities. Uh, was promoted to staff advocate after I work a, work, uh, wrote a op-ed, an opinion piece, about um, not making enough money. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. So I told the story about my coworkers. One had two jobs. He was a single father. One was a grandmother taking care of her child. And we were making about $13 an hour. Mm. Wow. So here I am now, me and my husband are living with my mom on $13 an hour. And he had not, uh, um, he was still interning at uh, the place he works now in the lottery. Anyway, moving forward, w once I got promoted, I started learning about policy-driven campaigns. And so we were able to advocate, advocate and get our... Um, wages raised to 15 and that was back in 2013. That's wow. huge. So, so already I was doing that kind of work. The next thing was tuition remission, which is kind of like tuition reimbursement um, we were fighting for. And then in 2000, the same year, um, I was diagnosed with, the, with the, the, the lung disease, worked there a little bit more, and then I had to step back. I had to step back. When I did step back, I was like, man, I still want to do. So I launched like this Facebook show, show called Getting to the Core, which was like also a play on my name. Um, oh, no. I did see that. So at that point, I was already on oxygen. Yeah, I saw I was, I was already on oxygen. Oh. But I was like, I'm still going to do something because wow. I love the work. Mm. I love the, the people that came on to inform us what they were doing. And I realized, yo, there is so much talent in Rhode Island. But yo. sometimes we just don't know. Like we just don't know how to access other people's talents. Um, I did about maybe seven episodes and then got pregnant and was like, <laughs> yeah, I can't breathe anymore. I didn't say that, but pretty much I had to shut down the show. Yeah. And that, that's, that's kind of where I left off. And that was about, what was it, 2017? Mm. So after 2017, you ain't hear from me. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now... You mentioned the uh, need the double lung surgery. Do you want to get into any more details to like, because you were generous enough to share uh, your experience online. Yes. I'm one of the folks that sometimes like, man, I don't want to know that. But that's like, my son scraped his knee and you tell, I don't care. Mm -hmm. But what you were sharing is like, yo, there's, it's inspirational. So yes. I don't know how much you want to dive into like, I shared go a lot. Um, I shared my whole journey for two reasons. Uh, I was, I've always been a writer. Mm. I've always been a writer. It's therapeutic for me. Um, yes, I use Facebook as a diary. Uh, <laughs> but I think as a woman of faith, I needed to show people what faith looks like sometimes. Right. And it doesn't look like, I'm gonna, I'm, I know God's going to come through. It looks like sometimes I can't even talk to God right now. Yeah. Sometimes that's what it looks like. Sometimes it looks like doubt. Sometimes it looks like, so sharing that, I felt because we grew up in the church and what did we have? just have faith, just have faith, just have faith. And so people kept telling me that, but you don't tell me how to have faith, how to like, when you get that back, don't believe the doctor's reports. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But along with the doctor's reports, I'm definitely feeling this. <laughs> like, so things in my Christian walk were like really shaky. Um, so sharing that was one. And two, I knew eventually we would have to raise money. Yeah. So one of my things I, I, I want to fight for is universal health care. Mm. Because why do we have private insurance? And I, and I still yeah. had to pay out of, like... Don't yeah. get me started. Yeah, please yeah. not. Don't it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it didn't make any sense. So I'm yeah. like, all these people can't cover me? Yeah. Now, this is not even the lung transplant. This is just 
the, the, all the procedures and all the tests to get the lung transplant, and you're giving me bills, like $800 bills and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the breakdown was real. I talked about mental health. I talked about um, postpartum depression. Mm. I talked a lot about my, my journey, because I, I, it, sometimes it was very, very raw. The mm. first time I got denied for my transplant, I shared that. I was at Rhode Island Works. They called me up. Yeah, pretty much it was a very cut and dry conversation. Um, we did your test. You can't, we don't see you getting this transplant uh, along with your, so pulmonary fibrosis causes scarring of the lungs. Along with scarring of the lungs, you have uh, effigial, they call it dysmotility, meaning that you can't swallow because your lungs, your esophagus is also scarred. Oh so even if we did the transplant, you would not survive. Mm. Pretty much, you would be a waste of, tr of a transplant. Um, she didn't say that, Ed, but that's pretty but much that's what, what you're you telling yeah. me. Like, oh. I'm not, I, I, I'm pretty much not worth the transplant. Um, it was just me and this other lady. I had gone to Rhode Island Works and I was doing a coding class and I broke down and she didn't even speak English, but like I said, pain is relatable. Mm. She, she saw me where she was. She came and she wrapped my, her hands around me and she goes, I don't know what you're going through, but I know it's going to be okay. Mm. And let me tell you, I was like messy shirt or like <laughs> she was wearing a yellow shirt. <laughs> Have you ever seen? Right. No, the face print because I was wearing makeup. <laughs> it was the face print, and I was just like, you. <laughs> right. The ugly cry. Like, oh, not, it's not even a quiet cry. It was a wail. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That's, that's so that was my, that week was the first mother day of me being a mother. Oh, and you're telling me that I might not live to see my daughter. Uh. Mentally, that took a toll. My husband left work immediately and came to pick me up. Mm, good man. Um, Oh, can I tell you? Mm. I must, I must, uh, somebody asked me who's the most generous person I know, and I say my husband. You say he's Nigerian, right? That's what's up. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Huh? Niger. They don't carry last. We don't carry last. <laughs> uh, Nicely done. Right. <laughs> so, and so, um, but then that same week we baptized, uh, 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 we baptized my baby. I was just in, I, the postpartum kicked in really hard. Uh, I couldn't even hold her because I, I just I had detachment issues at that point because you're telling me now I don't know how long I have to live. Like, I didn't want her to have this attachment to me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this woman's gone. Mm -hmm. um, but my husband, he whipped me into shape. He goes, stop that nonsense. <laughs> because I was, tell, I was I, like, faithful, faithful, faithful man. He's like, stop that nonsense. I'm not even entertaining that. Uh, We're going to get through this. So we did. Um, I had to advocate for myself because the test that they did was wrong. Oh, stop it. Yes. Wow. Even being diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis when I was 24, again, I went to a Nigerian doctor. Hmm. I had to, I actually, I had to marry a Nigerian. They take care of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was Dr. Kapea, who was a dermatologist in Rhode Island, one of the best. Hmm. Wow. And he had looked at my skin because it was breaking out. And I was like, I keep getting sunburned and I don't understand why. <laughs> and it shouldn't be happening because I'm black. And I'm like, that's totally a myth, people. Please put your sunscreen on. Yes. Um, and he's like, no, it looks like lupus. Mm. So he goes, you need to go to your PCP. Went to so many PCPs, did blood work. They kept telling me, oh, it's, it's, you're overweight. It's ADHD. It's stress. It's this, it's that. I didn't know they were supposed to refer me to a specialist. A rheumatologist would have tested for that. Mm. And I never, got to, I never went to a rheumatologist until I had to go to a pulmonologist, get the biopsy done on my lungs for them to say, well, go to a rheumatologist. Came back a couple of years later, uh, figured it out. It was mixed connective tissue disease. I was like, oh, so it wasn't lupus. Actually, it's a, it's a mix of lupus. Wow. So 
at that point, you know, I'm like, what, 33, 34? And I'm just like, dang, 10 years of not getting treatment. Oof. So my whole 30s, because from 32 to 38 is when I got my lung transplant. Yeah. Eating up. Well, 2017 is when I sat down. But still, still, nobody knew I was struggling with that. Um, right. So that was kind of hard. So I'm definitely a health advocate. You will see me, like, That's you know. About. Oh, right, right. Because I was about to ask you, like, do you have a lawsuit? Because you only got three years if they, if they mess up on you. I couldn't go back to Dr. and Sue, mm. but I was telling them. And I remember one doctor telling me, because I had Google stuff, you know, like, I'm having these symptoms. He said, are you the doctor or am I? Or am I? Stop oh, it. Which makes you feel like, well, I didn't go to school, but who knows your body better than you? Yeah, I know myself. Right. Yeah. I'm not feeling okay. Um, so that was that that was the journey. Uh, that was it was a lot. It was a lot dealing with the medical field, dealing with uh, the medical field in Rhode Island because I had all my treatments got done in Massachusetts. Mm. So Mass General, going back and forth before COVID. I mean, it's days, it's days, days, days. You're spending the whole days there, test after test. Um, some of the pictures I posted, I'm in the wheelchair and my husband's wheeling me around. Mm. The disease had I had lost a lot of weight. Um, and I remember one time going, sorry, I have to laugh about this. I remember one time going, and the lady's like, I don't know, she's not paying attention. And she asked my husband, oh, is that your mother? Like, how is she, what's, uh, oh, what? so she mistaken, because that's, I look sickly. Mm. Um, she's like, is that your mother? Or something like that. And I was just like, I'm his wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, breathing like, through, like, uh, like a smoker, smoker voice. Sound like Marge Simpson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm his wife, so <laughs> it was like, tell. that's my homie. <laughs> Listen, yeah. yo, two oh, chains, two chains, my friend. <laughs> and you were offended to him, full offense. Wait, <laughs> <Take off. laughs> oh, oh my man. gosh! So it's like things like that you have to hold on to mm, and laugh yeah. about. Mm. Um, there are times I can laugh about it now, but like. Even now, some things I realized I blocked out because I can't process it. I had to go through a lot of therapy. You have to have therapy before you even have the operation. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah, because your life will never be the same. That's mm. what they tell you. Your life will never be the same. For me, once that test came back and they realized it was a mistake, because this is what they said. They did a pH. And good thing we are smart people, mm. right? They did the pH. If you remember in high school, the pH scale, there's only a certain amount of acidity, and then it goes to like base. base. Yep. Mm -hmm. My acidity was was like there should be acid leaking out of my <laughs> stomach, according to your according to this. And no so one keep, noticed that. My mom did because she's mm. a nurse practitioner. So I was, so we're like, is this a different kind of scale you're using? Because according to pH yeah, scale, this is a metric system. <laughs> <laughs> from the UK <laughs> yeah mm. so that's why we started advocating and um, pretty much after we, we demanded another test we even went to Brigham and Women and Brigham and Women said no because they only looked at what MGH did and they said oh we see the test right here and it's a no so they didn't even try to test me Come on. so we went back and we advocated and when they did it again they realized they had put it too deep in the stomach or something like that and then it came back where it was enough that I could get the transplant. Mm, wow. Mm, so mm, when you mm. talk about God, ooh, ooh. and this is when you mean, this is when you say, whose report shall I believe? Come on now. Right? That's a different mm. kind of who's your report. When you have to advocate for yourself and be like, I'm not, I'm not receiving that. Mm. You're giving me a death sentence. Mm. I'm not receiving that. We're going we're gonna to advocate. We're going to change. We're going to 
you know, challenge doctors. Mm. And I'm not against the medical field. I'm not against getting medicine. Right. Like I said, when medicine ceases, miracles begin. But you got to do your part. Yeah, we're dealing with humans still. Yeah. And there's mm -hmm. uh, that margin of error, even Huge. if they may say it's small percentage, right? A life is priceless. Yeah. Right. So you come on. Yeah. Actually, Man. a pair of lungs is a million dollars. Wow. Still, and, even with inflation, or is it worse oh, than that? That's, oh. Yeah, that's what. And, but <laughs> let me tell still, you the good part, though. Yeah, I looked this up, right? You remember, you, this is God. You mm. remember how I said I was bursa blocked and I couldn't go to school? Mm. I had to take out all these loans. Yeah. When you have a lung transplant, you get loan forgiveness. Oh. Look at God. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, no, we got to clap that yeah. up. We got to yeah. clap that up. I am, I am debt free from, from um, Sally Mae or whoever what? got navigate. You know what's so sad? Yeah, so you have to apply for it. That you, you, that got you have yeah. to be on your deathbed. Yeah, pretty well, much. Well, that's sad too, but <laughs> she told us that's all right. these inspirational things that have happened to her. We're like, oh, that's nice. She's like, my loans are gone. Clap it up. Clap it up. You understand. Right. Right. That's so sad that you know, that's, that's the thing that moved us. Like, whoa, that never happens. That's a cheat code. That's a cheat code. Like a double lung transplant? That's mm, rare, but yeah. that... Right. But Sally May. I got my letter this year that said your loans are forgiven. Thank God for that. Like, wow. And when you're in that period, you're still getting charged. Mm. So you're getting charged for interest and everything. Oof. They don't stop charging you and say, Damn. "Ma'am, we understand that you're sick." Um, so I went from forty thousand when I started the loan forgiveness to seventy thousand being forgiven in interest. Wow. Seventy thousand that I had inflated because of interest. Wow. E yeah, because I wasn't paying, but they were just keeping track. Like, Yo, they're just worse than bookies, man. That is just crazy. Rob. Hey, yeah, yeah. I had to be on that disability for so long. And like I said, my journey was like almost like seven years. So wow. that, that happened. So we, we, we happy about that. Um, so after that, listen, it was on and popping. Yeah. Yeah. It was that that was about what? So my daughter's born 2017. This is 2018. We're fighting for a comeback. Mm. Um, 2019, I'm still not on the list because they say I'm too big. I am too big. So this is the thing. The weight system that they have mm -hmm. does not include. Tell it. <sighs> mm -hmm. Does not include the proportions uh, a black woman carries. Mm -hmm. So now they're finding that obesity is really in the waist circumference, right? It's not just, hey, you're Somebody this weight. You. Yeah. That means you're unhealthy. Right. Because you see Lizzo, okay? You see Lizzo breaking it down. I'm like, whoo, how she, whoo, Lizzo. <laughs> And she's she's in perfect, shape. right? She's That's in what shape. she's saying, yeah. Right. So you, weight does not always determine your health factor. Yeah. There are other determinants of your health factor. Yeah. So they were denying me for my weight. Whose report shall I believe? Mm, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I love Listen, it. Pastor Bakule has told Shout out, Pastor Bakule. <laughs> gang, gang. Not gang, gang. For God, gang. though. Yeah. Gang, gang for God. Gang, I like Jesus that. Jesus Christ. I got to yeah. break that. That's Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. I have to bother at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know when testimonies get good, you gotta on, get right, 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 right quick. Gang, gang, for God. Yeah, man. So, yeah, so. Uh, Put that on the shirt. Put that on the shirt. Awesome. I remember going on the, the, the lifespan liquid diet. Like, I can't, wow. I'm like, I can't just drink some pepper soup. <laughs> like, can I, maybe, try, like, that is so hard to deny yourself. Mm. Mind you, I was, I was on a liquid diet at the end because during my pregnancy, my lung collapsed three times. <gasps> Yeah, my story's so long. I just gotta write the book. Yeah. I told my mom, "Yeah, I'm gonna write the book, and I'm gonna call it Grave to Government." She's mm. like, "That's not funny." I think your parents don't have a sense of humor. Like, don't you do that? That is so though. Like, <laughs> why up the shows? Right. Mm. Because right now our government's going to the grave. Like, so it really, they really don't have a sense of humor. No. I mean, they have a sense of humor. No, not about other. life and death. Because my yes. mom went through it too. Yes. Yeah. With each other, they're funny. But then when you you say the wrong thing. 
We told a line too much. Of the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come back, come back. <laughs> yeah. So you you are a miracle story in this. Oh, I miracle didn't tell stories. you the best part. I don't stories. want to take up too much time. The best part. I'm really, I'm really, yeah. I'm really out. So I came on as a candidate, obviously, but I'm really here to share my inspirational story and say, and I'm running for office now. Um, <laughs> by the way, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I should, I should be, whatever. Um, but like I said. I feel one of my callings is to share this in a time where people are suffering um, and uncertainty. So, of course, all I'm telling you is uncertainty, uncertainty. Uh, when my lung collapsed in the seventh month of my pregnancy, I'm, I have to laugh sometimes. We had gone to the doctors because I thought I had an appointment. Mm. And my husband's like, I'm going to take you today. I'm going to call out of work. I'm going to take you today. Went to Rhode Island Hospital, go upstairs. They're like, oh, no, we never have appointments today. I was like, are you sure? I was like, maybe it's like pregnancy brain or whatever. So I go downstairs, and I'm seven months pregnant. I was like, wait, we got to use the bathroom before we go. Go in the bathroom, lean over, and feel this pain like I had gotten shot in the chest. Oh my God. You know that little cord in the bathroom that you, you're like, what would ever, like, what would ever happen? <laughs> I had to call it, and the floor went to code blue. So here I am, and sorry to get like, like my pants are still like halfway down, yeah. and I'm just like, all these students come running in, and now all I can think is like, did I? Is my pants all the way up? Like, <laughs> that's all I can think. That's all I can think. So all oh these students goodness. run in, and I can't talk because I can't breathe. Oh my god! That's how bad it was. And here comes God, my best friend, stood in her wedding, Jassy Nas, best friend, comes in because she was on shift that day. Come on! Wow comes in because she knows what I'm going, like, she knows what I've been going through. She goes, you need oxygen stack. Because those kids were like, yeah. what's going on? Mm. Rushes me down to the ER, and I have the first chest tube surgery. Blind, right? So they're doing it blind, meaning they're not even sure if it's right. Because usually they were doing it in, like, another <coughs> room with a screen, and they can put your exact. Yeah. So, like, afterwards, the pain was, like, really intense. I'm like, this is not feeling right. They're like, no, 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 ma'am, you just have to give it a chance, whatever. And this is what I'm talking about sometimes when we complain about pain. When I say pain, the pain was so intense, I was throwing up. I don't even know how that happens, how you're in so much pain, because I'm screaming, and I'm throwing up. Um, Next day, they come back, they're like, oh, yeah, it's in the wrong spot, so we're going to have to redo it again. Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I guess, because I want to breathe. I guess so. So oh, they go, boy. take me down to the proper room, and we do it again. Okay, I'm pregnant, and my daughter. Oh my goodness! Yeah, seven months. My daughter's completely fine. Mm. So I come back. My husband's like, we come back upstairs, and um, I'm all drowsy. So the nurse comes in that night. And my husband's sleeping on a cart. That like when I say generous, he's sleeping on that cart, and then going to work, and then coming back mm. and sleeping on the cart. Cot. Is that how they say it? Cot? Cot. Cots. 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 But what she said, what? What he's sleeping in? <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, like on the cart, they put the food on? Yeah, or right. like. Because it sounds like I'm saying cart, but I'm saying cot. C O T cot. Cots. Got it. Okay. Not cat. Cot. Not cots. Cots. <laughs> so. No, <that's> right. <laughs> Do you get it? Because if you don't get it, then you didn't get it. Right. You didn't get it. So, so he's like. The nurse comes through, and I was like, yo, I need pain meds. And she was like, okay, I'm going to give you your regular meds as well. She comes in. I see her, and I'm like, okay. And then I don't see her because I was on the IV. I don't see her push that little needle through. And this is why opioid is a crisis because mm. that thing makes – you know when you get a hit of opioid. Let yeah. me say, whatever I was on. Mm. Um, 
and the fact that they didn't want to give me too much because I'm pregnant. So you can't have things like that. So when I went downstairs, I wasn't, there was no anesthesia. They don't give you an anesthesia. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, when you have a chest tube surgery because it slows down your breathing. So Mm. she's in there and she's about to leave. And I was like, "Uh, you didn't give me my pain meds. Mm. I'm sounding like a total fiend. She's like, I didn't, you didn't give me my, and she goes, Mrs. Trevor, I I did. I did give you the, I said, I didn't see it. Yeah. And she goes, I did. Would you like, yes, please get me the doctor. So now my husband's up, right? And the doctor comes through, and I was like, this nurse did not give me my pain meds. You need to, like, I need my pain meds. And he goes, Mrs. Straub, are you in pain? No. (laughs) That's how nice you will feel. That's how nice. I wasn't in pain. But then, like, you you had to, like, I had to stop myself Mm. because I was. And ask yourself, like, wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm strong enough to be arguing with this lady. I am not in pain. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So my husband was like, you're not, to, you're not allowed to ask anymore. Mm. You're not allowed to ask the nurses <laughs> for anything. I wow. apologized to her the next day, and she yeah. goes, I understand it was the drugs. Like, mm. um, but definitely understand what it is to like, I was like, oh, God, that's another experience. Like, that is a, um, so now we've been in there for a week, and it's time to pull out the chest tube, pull it out, um, go to bend down to get my stuff, and it collapses again. Oh, my gosh. At this point... The only OBGYN that would take me in the first place, which was a favor to my mom, the same guy that delivered me, was the only one. Because uh, the OBGYNs that we had gone to thought the case was too risky, that my case was too risky. Remember going to a specialist, and he goes, you know, you can can abort this baby before 13 weeks. I was like, nah, no, this is a keeper. This is a keeper right here. Um, He comes in, and he goes, you know, I'm not going to take your case. So it was a bunch of students that saw me to the end um, of my pregnancy. So collapses again and we go down and I had to beg for, me- for, for pain meds. Not because I was fainting, but you, so you know when you have a sore and then you keep poking oh, at it. Now it's bruised. Yeah. So now, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very bad with hearing about pain. This is, this oh, is sorry. Because <laughs> you know. Oh, she know. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Fast forward this part. Okay. I'm like, this is so important. I don't want to stop her. Oh, boy. She's like, okay. I'll just write down my questions. (laughs) Um, So she comes back. So now I'm like wailing because I can't take the pain anymore. Um, And I'm looking at this nurse like eye to eye, like, listen, like when your eyes are pleading. And he's like, he asks the doctor, like, can we give her something? Can we give her something? And she stops, because now my heart rate is like maybe 170, 180, just Oof. from pain. Um, and she goes, yeah, I think we can. I'm like, you think it? You think? <laughs> like, but the, I understand they didn't want um, it to risk the baby. Yeah. Um, come out, I'm fine, now I'm on bed rest, time to have my baby. They're like, we don't know what we're going to do, because if, if mothers will know this, you have to... <gasps> Mm. I can't do that. Okay. I can't oh, do that. Yeah. I can't push. I so, literally can't do the thing they I, tell everybody to do. Right. Every, every TV show yeah. ever. Right. Okay, say that. breathe. You can breathe, okay? Mm-hmm. So they induced me. Everything's happening. It is Friday the 13th. And my only prayer was, God, I don't want a baby on Friday the 13th. That was the my only prayer. Yo. <laughs> My mom has the my mom has the phone playing all the gospel songs. Um, everyone calling the pastor on the prayer line. Pastor Cooper and, and Salome Cooper were my are my pastors. Um, you know, and they have when you're not in it, you got a lot of faith. And oh, this yeah. was her first grandchild. Mm. Oh, wow. That time comes and everybody the only so my no OBGYN. So whoever was on that night shift is delivering my baby. I see them bring the forceps. I see them ready like the things just in case. Like it was just a just in case. 
if you knew me during that time, you knew I had a like a coffers, uh, a, a smoker's cough. Mm. Oof. For some reason, the thing, <clears throat> God, mm. the thing I suffered for, from delivering my baby. The cough. I coughed her out. She shot down, <laughs> and, the, and the guy like was like, ooh. And my husband was just like, what the? And she, she spun. It was so hard. She spun like halfway, and she screamed. Yo. Yo. It was cr- like, that's, I, I'm going to write this book. Um, Yo, or maybe like, it would just be an audio book. Cough, a cough got your child out. Like this. <laughs> like that. Sorry. That might be a lot. No, that but, is um, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and then do you know how powerful a cough can be? It can collapse oh, yeah. a lung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had COVID, a sneeze yeah. can col- collapse a lung. Mm. Oh, that's boy. how forceful my coughs, my coughs were. <laughs> what COVID mechanism was that? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Man, let's go back to 2020. Finally, make the list in January. So I'm like, whew! Finally, make the list. We we get the whole weight thing situated. Um, at the around the end of 2020, make the list. Only a few weeks later, they called and said, we don't think, you know, this is happening. Now you have COVID, and we don't know how to test. You had COVID before? No, 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 oh. no, no. COVID was, that oh, was, that the, was the thing. Oh, yep, oh that like was the start COVID of COVID. Generally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that was the start of COVID. <laughs> 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 I did, you're right. Twice. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going to say something messed up. I said, because African people would be like, I think she got wished out. Like, how many lives now? One. Two, three. You, no facts. Like most people, be like, you shouldn't be here. I say that part of my testimony. Mm. I they when I, I was for, first diagnosed, I was never supposed to make it to forty. Mm. I turned forty in September. Wow, happy um, birthday! Thank you. Eighty-two. Um, we still didn't clap for that, but for Sally May. Yeah. Yo, it. Sally May. We might get one more at the end for that. Okay. <laughs> Continue. They're like, do I have any diseases? Let me, let me see what I can apply for. I think losing a limb is a, a, a thing that you, as long as you're on disability, total disability for more than three years, mm. you can get those loans forgiven. Mm. Wow. So a lot of people don't know that either. Man, yeah. they do. But so it's 2020. They called me back later because you remember, it wasn't even, we couldn't even test for it. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't test the lungs to see if it was even good enough to put in me, if they were a good pair of lungs. So they called me back and they were just like, everything shut down. Remember, all the hospitals mm-hmm. shut down. Everything shut down. On top of that, they had told me I only had about six months that would make it about June because my body had become so weak that I would probably not be able to withstand the nine-hour surgery. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was like pretty much bed, and the only thing I had left with my dignity is that I could walk to the bathroom because I refused to have like the commode. <laughs> like, yeah. African people say commode. Like, I don't know yeah. what the, yeah. the yeah. toilet. I don't know. Um, and that was that. I remember I, I, wanted, I was preparing Will, thinking about mm. uh, my doctor had suggested palliative care, hospice, things like that. And I just remember my husband, like, not participating, like, not participating, mm. which made me very upset because I'm like, yo, let's, I know you want to have, I, I know you want to be a faithful man, mm. But just in case, he's like, I'm not preparing for death. Wow. Mm-hmm. When, when they say people stand in the gap for you, um, now here comes May. May rolls around. It's the fifth month. And pretty much I'm just like, all right, maybe I got like one more, maybe two more if it's good, you know. Um, get a call on a Saturday. Uh, Mrs. Amos, we found a pair of lungs for you. Oof. And I was like, yo, I didn't even think you were looking anymore. Um, but my, like my mom said, God was looking. Mm. Like that was God. So the next day I had that surgery and it was on Mother's Day. Wow. Yeah. 
Oh, so that's a great way to, to wrap up the end of a chapter in yo, this book. Yo. This book is going to be so amazing. So, so <laughs> this is why it's a miracle, and I use that saying. I already told you, you have to have blood type. I think antibodies, too, is something they test for. Um, right size, right time, location, because if it's in New York, that's not part of the region right. of transplant. Um, timing had to be perfect, because maybe there's no lung domain. Maybe, because there's... Uh, uh, organs are not like readily available. Yep. You always hear about an organ shortage, right? Yep. Um, and then on top of it, the pandemic, which pretty much sealed the was supposed to seal the deal for me. Mm. And doctors could not do anything. Only God. Only God. Only God. Let me mm. say it again. Only God. Come on now. Mm. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> now, for let, me, let me get my I white cord. Come on now. Yes. Let me get my white cord. Only God. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and so I stayed in the hospital for three weeks. So my husband literally, when he drove me there, mind you, when they call you for lungs, it could be a dry run, they call it, meaning the lungs, the lungs maybe aren't going to work. They don't see the lungs until they get it in the hospital. And they might tell you, sorry, you drove up here, but it's not going to work. Oh, so, so many things had to be perfect for this to happen. Husband drives me there, just like, okay, bye, because you can't come in the hospital. Oh, my, oh God. Yeah. my goodness. <laughs> Talking about walking in the lion's den. Oh, See you later. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't protest. I mean, he can't protest mm-hmm. that. No. He, he no, cannot no, go in. Yeah, you could not yeah. go in. Oh, my goodness. He'd yeah. be willing to sleep on carts and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. no, he had his cousin in Boston that he wanted to, you know, stay with. And he did stay there overnight um, with his cousin, uh, and that was that was that Man. like everything was just that's the moment even though i said i wasn't talking to god that's the moment you talking to god because yeah. mm. that surgery uh they tell you to, and i remember having that last meeting and they were like yo there's no absolute for lung transplant it's like abstract art you never know what you're going to get i've seen people pass away i've seen you know because mm. you're part of this community um and to tell you that my life is a miracle, my recovery is like, is nothing like people have seen. Like for me to be able to be like, and I survived COVID, and I'm like, like. I tell you, I'm impressed. Like, I'm impressed. When we it's not me up, though. We That's up why at the same time she said she just came from Zumba class. Like, oh yeah. Now I'm just like Zumba. <laughs> Zumba. No, I'm like Zumba? this. I'm like. <laughs> But yo, <laughs> I gotta use these lungs. Yo, you have to. You I'm have going to, yeah. to use these lungs. So wow. So uh, three weeks I was out, mostly for the passion to just get home. Like, you just, like, so you can't leave your hospital room. So they have to come and pick you up, take you out. There's no, like, walking around the hospital, like, I'm bored. No, there's none of that. You are in quarantine just like everybody else on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was cold. It was cold. It was very, very cold. Not the nurses. The nurses were great. But just imagine, I remember... like, and after you had that, my faith was high because they told me I was never going to eat again. And you remember I said mm. it had also affected my esophagus. So I had the, the feeding tube through my nose and then eventually had to have it in my stomach. Wow. And um, they were just like, listen, your, your, your um, esophagus isn't, is just not working. I said, okay. I said, I remember talking to one lady and I was like, yo, I got a menu. This is the first thing I'm going to eat. Mm. And she was like, she called in like one of the psychiatrists and they were talking to me and she goes, this was so insensitive. She goes, we sent a man home on Thanksgiving weekend, and you know what happened? He ate. And you know what happened to him? He died. Oh, damn. And then, yeah, that. just like that. Oh, wow. 
I was gonna say her name. I'm not gonna say her name. Mm. And then oh. I said to her, "But why did you send him home during Thanksgiving? That's like messed up. Like, why would you He's do that?" He's gonna be smelling the food. Yo, it's gonna... so it's very tempting to go to like from your last meal to like Ooh. nothing, yeah. like you know. Ugh. So Ugh. send home. Sent me home. Now it's May. In July, which is my anniversary, my husband decided to cook like steak and uh. How do you say it? Kebabs. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say meat on a stick. <laughs> I like, yeah, I, the I, translation, I, like... But this one I understood better, you know? Look at Jenny. It's culture, baby. I West love it. Are those, those lungs you got from an African too? Right. You know what? Um, that's one of the things I have... That's the last step I have not taken is to contact my family. Mm. It's... A, it's um. It's something I can't wrap my head around. Like, I can't imagine, like, facing this family. Yeah. Yeah. The they gratefulness, had they yes. had to lose somebody. Yeah. That yes. is, it's not, it does not, yeah. it dawns on me that somebody had to lose a life for me to be living this life. So yeah. my life has to be purposed. Mm. Somebody mm. sacrificed mm. theirs. Some mother had to decide it was okay to maybe take their child off of a, a life support. Mm. Because you can't be brain dead when you're, before you give your organs. You can't, I mean, not brain dead. There's something, you can't be some type of dead um, because once you die, like they pull you off the, uh, the tube, your organs automatically start dying and they have to be as fresh as possible. Right. Um, so that's not lost on me. Mm. So back to the 4th of July, he left the meat right there. I look left, I look right, I look up. I said, Father, you got me. <laughs> She's she playing games. I Yo, I would have screamed at you for a full listen, day. Listen, I would have went. I didn't crazy. tell anybody until I started telling my testimony, uh, and my mom said, "You, did you what? don't." So <laughs> no, she goes, "You don't value your life <laughs> after all that. Right. Literally all that. You're gonna be taken out by a piece of meat. Yeah. Listen, not even oatmeal. You're supposed to start like with cream of wheat farina. No, straight to the soul grill. Oh my goodness, you got to chew that yeah. joint too. Yeah, yeah. I did. Like liquefy it. No, no, no. No, I, you know, Africans don't do medium. Nah, medium, nah, nah. No. It's, it's well done. It's well done and juicy. And I have to take the pepper that he cut up with it. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would kill you. After all that, I would kill you. <laughs> My face was high. I was like, God. Oh man. And you, did you so, tell your husband this? No. Like so I was you secretly eating. So wait. No, I'm losing it right you know now. The, you know the show out. like My I'm Secret Obsession, out. and then like the lady smelling gasoline and stuff. Bim, I would I would lose my mind. Imagine just walking into the room. Maybe you're okay. Uh, is that, are, are you chewing? You... Next to Oreos. It's <laughs> <laughs> crumbs all on her chest. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you need oxygen, don't you? <laughs> are you choking? I would have fully choked for air. Watch you grasp for air. I'm following so now, you everywhere. Now I gotta give you the Heimlich. I'm following oh, you everywhere. No. There's no way. Are you, I, no. are you out of your mind? You definitely no too much. Oh my god. No way. <laughs> I'm mad that that's the thing that made us all mad. Yeah, no, 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 no. After all of this, you're telling me? <laughs> I'm not even, mind you, I'm not even on the feeding tube. I'm still on a nasal tube. No. So before I left, let me justify this. <laughs> no, 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 there's no justification. <laughs> Look at this whole episode is shot to shit now. <laughs> there's a chapter you just you redact that whole thing. Look, Everything's gonna, all black. We're just going to rework this whole section. Publishers are going to call you upset. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm definitely probably considered a non-compliant patient. Um, so I, um, I'm still, I am begging my doctors to please, because every lung transplant patient, whether you're on, whether you have to be on a uh, feeding tube or not, because most of us are, 
what happens is sometimes you get acid reflux. Mm. So they tell you not to eat for a while. So people will be on it maybe for some time, but they're telling me a lifetime. So um, <laughs> I, am, I am now um, asking the doctors to do the swallow test to clear me because I know I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I am so upset. I was like, I know I'm going to pass this joint. No, and look, I totally get it. Like, I totally just, get it. I right. get it because I would have been eating too. But yes. oh, man. So, she's like, I just have this hunch. Imagine her husband sitting in the room, like, "What do you mean you have a hunch?" Oh. Yeah, pretty, I'm pretty confident this time. Let's get it. He's like, "Take your time, babe. Take your time. Be careful." <laughs> so I had it in March, April, May, June. Chug it. Four months. Four months. I'm eating. Oh my goodness. You, you. Oh my God. Oh, boy. Yo, you. You know what? I don't want to derail this oh, story, goodness. but. Damn, I, I feel like it's like a oh. like it's like a woman thing. No, you got, no, no, don't do it, Darren. No, no, listen, listen, no. listen. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw my wife on the chopping block. Here, oh God, here right? Go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I really take the. Oh, but goodness. this reminds me of okay when Kaiser was born, my youngest son. He, what up, um, Kai? I know you're listening. He came out. <laughs> And he came out with complications. He he wasn't breathing correctly. Mm. They were very concerned, so they brought him up to the NICU, and he I'm was sorry, in y'all. the NICU. NICU, but I don't know. Let me do something. Go ahead, keep wait, going. wait, now this is like church service. Like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, keep going. Testimony. I have to testify. And so he's in there, and they're, they're telling him, they're telling us he can't eat anything because they're very worried about his lungs and him not being yeah, able to breathe properly. Blah, blah blah blah. So we go see him. He's we can't even touch the kid, and um, we brought my wife upstairs to see him. She's like, you know, very emotional moment because she can't touch him. Nobody touched him. So after like a day, they're like, oh, he's getting better. You know, he, I think he's getting better and he should, if he keeps on this path, he'll be able to come down and hang out with you guys. We're like, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my wife looks at me and she goes, I gave him breast milk. I said, what do you mean you gave him breast milk? I said, what do you mean? She said, well... I, I knew he was hungry, so I put a little breast milk on my finger and I gave it to him while he was in the NICU. I was like, you did what? You know what? Oh. I commend your wife because at least she told you. She, did. <laughs> she told me like, like like two days later and I was like, what? Wow. All right. Thank so you. you, Yes. my friend. Well, how you but I was doing that? it to myself though. Uh, that doesn't make it okay. It, <laughs> After everybody done fight for me, wait, wait. I what's the what's the what's the the line? It was a, mm. a show from Tyra Banks. We were rooting for, for you. you. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. <laughs> I think that in my head every time somebody right. messes up. Right, like, right, right. That's me. That's me right I now. Mean, you're you're a crazy person. I'm a per- well. I'm I'm a well, mm, I'm. A- <laughs> She's like I, I am. Yes. She's like, I'm yes. a praying woman. I'm a praying woman. I'm, I'm a woman of faith. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and sometimes, if you if you ever listen, because now I love Michael Todd. I know I know some people don't agree with him because of the spit thing. Uh, look it up if you don't know. Um, he had this sermon called Crazy Faith, mm. Crazy Faith, and um, I understood that sermon very well because I told you in the beginning, I felt like I didn't understand when 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 I went to the churches and they couldn't really fill that kind of definition for me because my issue was so different from just like waiting for a job yeah. or waiting for this or just hanging on. I'm like, dang, I can't hang on no more if I fall down. But that's <laughs> it. Like, that's it. Um, so here I am. And now it's like four months in. I'm eating like a whole kebab. Oh and, uh, <laughs> this is like, I'm working my way up. It's It's Not telling anybody. In September... The day after my birthday, they put the feeding tube in. I was like, dang, you know you didn't have to do that. But <laughs> I can't tell them I've been right. eating mm. at the same time. Good for you. So I, Good just for go, you. I just go and do the surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Um, <laughs> you went through a whole procedure because you didn't want to be honest. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I guess I, I'm a woman of faith, but not always wow. honest. I'm still human. I'm still human. <laughs> Literally, a whole procedure. I never looked at it like that. I love this. A whole procedure. I that she was love just like, this. I, okay, yeah, let's, let's do it, right. doctor. Uh, you right. You know better. You know so, better. So when I tell you women to hold a lie better than a man, <laughs> Surgery I, family? I would have gave up. I would have. All right, hey, 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 hey. I don't want to come backwards. I've been eating. I got to tell you I've something. I confess. Right. Hey, I'm fine. I guess. I have to open my teeth. I remember, remember that time you found the floss? And I was like, I don't know where I came from. I lied. Oh, man. But no, she went through a whole surgery. Oh, my Oh, my God. Amazing. That's in the book. That's in the book. Oh, man. Um. At this time, my mother-in-law had come to live with us, and unfortunately, she didn't make it through, through the year. So we, would, we had things coming back to back mm. to back to back. Um, and got you have the a feeding baby. tube, and uh, it didn't stay. It fell out by itself, because oh. what happened was... He was reaching I, for a kebab. This <laughs> 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 What I think happened... Oh my goodness. You're only supposed to put your liquid like dietary needs, I'll say that, in it. But I was eating, so the, the balloon popped. <laughs> and then it just fell out. So then I was like, because at this time I was like, yeah, I'm eating. Cause... Time, uh, he said the shrug. He said, and then it just fell out. <laughs> Yo, y'all making me look at this totally different. <laughs> the fact that she's now just realizing, ah. <laughs> I'm a miracle there, right? You're voting right, for a miracle. Right, right. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you're right. Your husband is very kind because he's the whole time he knows all this. He's like, I'm not even gonna yell at her. I'm not even gonna make her look at it the other way. I am cutting my food for at this point. Like, listen, the okra sauce going down, everything going down. This esophagus that's not working is going boom, boom, boom. Like, it's it's, it's it's happening. It's happening. Wow. So. <laughs> But though, this is going to, it's very stereotypical. When you're African, the things your parents feed you, chick, chicken feet, mm, yeah. palm butter, oh, yeah. tabagi, mm. like your, your whole system, I feel, is fortified. Yeah. yeah. That whole digestive tract, they're like, what? What is this liquid? We could take it. We could take it. Yeah, we could take on, it. Come on, it's built different. Yeah, we can't do that. It's fine. That's what it was. That's what it you was. You know what's so funny? That you say that? I had scoliosis when I was a kid. I had back surgery, whatever. And so, our good friend Makiba, mm-hmm. she always laughs at me because I don't like fufu. I don't eat it. Ever since she found out that piece of information, that's why you had scoliosis. Because <laughs> you didn't have strong bones. That, no. Every single time. Yes. We believe things like that. Yes. We believe you. <laughs> when you, like, yeah, you have weak ass bones. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why we will feed our kids chicken bones Real and talk. have them like strengthen it, gnawing on it. Yeah, yeah. you're teething here. No. You're teething, <laughs> right? <laughs> Put them gums in. It. <laughs> it says, "I'm tired and hot." Teeth be straight as mud. Yo, my teeth strong as hell. I was just at Paluchi. Right? <laughs> I'm going next week. Next week. Core. <laughs> I just remember we were working out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gotta work the core. Yeah, this, <laughs> that might this be a is title. A good one. That's another one. <laughs> oh man, oh. you, you, my friend. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know what to say. Yeah, I was like, I just met you, but now <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I, oh man. Um, yeah, so that happened. It fell out, and at that time, I was like, Yo, I'm already eating. You want me to come up there and 
put it back in. They're like, nah. <laughs> she made it sound like like, <laughs> like it was a doctor's right. at this point. Like, yeah, I mean, you, if you want to you you waste your time or not. <laughs> I mean, I don't really need it, but I mean, if you think I do... Well, they figured it out because once... So you have to do the feeding, right? And then I was doing the feeding, which has like a certain calorie count. And I was eating and I was gaining 10 pounds, like 10 pounds a month, like 10, 12 pounds a month. Plus I was on prednisone. And they were just like, your weight is off the charts. And you said I wasn't going to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, good in the neighborhood. I can't. I cannot. Oh, I've gained seventy pounds since the, yeah. Um, I've gained seventy pounds, which is fine, but it goes to show maybe that chart's a little wrong. Very that's wrong. A, that's all. Mm-hmm. I'm not the end. end. Right. I don't know Period. because I, I I think I would have felt some type of way if they were like uh, so we were gonna usually typically we put people on liquid diets after this type of surgery, but if you want to go back to eating fufu, it should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fine. You've been eating it all your life. Yeah. 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 Your diet yeah. consists of oxtail. Yeah, yeah you're dead. Hey, no, you're fine. Because when you when you suck the marrow, that's what it, we believe that. So that was probably in 2021. Um, I'm like, I started exercising. I started doing like life started to be normal for me while everybody else was living abnormally mm. now. So people, I I looked at people being un- unsure about what's going on in their lives, scared this disease is coming. I'm like, yo, I'll tell you about like. I could relate to that. I could relate to what people were feeling. Um, governments telling you something, which I relate to, like doctors telling me mm. stuff. Like you're just like, what's going on? Like my life just went from like working every day, 40 hours commute to shut down. Like we shut down. Yeah. So I was like, I got it. I I I get you, and I I can really encourage people through not only their emotions, but what do you do next? Yeah. So I, I don't, I take my seven years, well, 2017 and on, as definitely experience I add to this campaign, which is why I'm here. <laughs> so after everything, right? There's um, no, honestly, there's not even a reason for any of us to ask why you're running. <laughs> because you can do anything. <laughs> you're clearly super How many more lives do I know this way? Right. Um, no, but like all those experiences as a public service, who can't you relate to? Who can't you uh, have empathy for? You know, right, it's, it's right. where else would you where else would you be? It's like set up for that. You know, God is so funny because I met um, a man that we did. A, we did like a cleanup together recently. And he told me about his child that's seven months old and that has a rare lung disease. I was like, wow. What? What? Well, let me. So I, we started talking and I was just like, what if this? This is just the reason. Right. right? This is he, just he, the reason. The, the feeling that he gets from being able to talk to somebody who can relate to what he's going mm-hmm. through, right. that's so it's rare. Different. Unmatched. Yeah. It's different. Unmatched. That might be um, the one thing he needed. And that's what, that's what it is. I think, you know, in a world where we've had a lot of fear instilled in us in the over two years, I've been in that seat of fear and I've been in that seat of faith. Mm. So how do we turn our communities of fear and economic fear, health fear, uh, generational fear, meaning like what's going to happen to the next generation? How do we turn that into a vision that we can run with? Mm. It's different. Because when I, uh, you said you follow me, well, before there was a time I posted nothing but children. I seemed a little creepy um, because I would share other people's children as well. Like my friend was like, stop doing that. Um, <laughs> but I would post um, little girls and I would be like, this is my daughter. Or I post one where it was just like, this is me, my daughter, on her first day of school. Like, just images. Because mm. um, I really do believe you You have to write the vision 
or whatever they new ages like what manifest do your vision board but that's a biblical you know that's a biblical principle yeah. that i live by when i got pregnant and they revealed what I was having because at this point, this is my last shot, first and last shot, right? And I was like, man, being Nigerian, I have to have a boy. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure was on. Somebody must carry on the legacy. And coming to America. Right, right. Hakeem couldn't even let his daughter You are rule. stupid. Nobody talks so, about the second one, Jen. <laughs> Nobody talks about the second one. We talked about it that weekend. That's it. It didn't happen. Not at all. <laughs> so... So when I found out it was a girl, I had such a breakdown because I felt that, you know, that was my last chance. And my friend reminded me, she goes, look back on your, look back on your post. Mm. You only posted girls because that's what your heart desired. Mm. Wow. So thank God that he gave you your heart's desire. Wow. wow. So I do believe in, I, I really do believe in that. I posted a video that I did in what we did, the Ebola Be Gone. So we, like the librarians got together and we were like, yo, Ebola Be Gone, we're gonna collect, the, we're gonna collect supplies. It was really successful. I, I love working with young people. Um, and I remember doing this like, off the top of my head, I was doing a speech and I was like calling them the Joshua Generation. I was, I was saying, y'all gonna, gonna tear down walls. Um, I was telling them about King Josiah being the youngest and he was the most successful because he gleaned from the wisdom of his elders. Mm. Uh, we don't see that, you know, today, but uh, those are things that we, we it's a two-sided thing. Um, so while I'm saying the speech, because we got the rally together in five days, and I said, if we can do this in five days, imagine what we can do in five years. Mm. One of us could be in that seat. Mm. Ten years later, I'm running. Man. I didn't know. It was almost like I was prophesying over myself. Wow. Um, so your words are very powerful. I'm very careful what I say over my daughter. I'm very careful what I speak into my life. Um, I don't know if you guys know Sterling uh, Spell. Uh, what is her name now? Clinton? No. Sterling. Her husband. Clinton, right? Her husband's open up, opening up Incredible. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> us talking when I was doing Getting to the Core, and I remember sharing with her because uh, the, the position I had at my job, which was a staff advocate, was good for campaigning. Um, going out there, it was nice that you had this minority that was fighting because a lot of, uh, I could relate with a lot of people, but when it came to advocating in-house, they wouldn't even let me sit in the room when they were mediating with other staff. Mm. How can I do my job so yeah. I'm, just, I'm just there? Like right? Kanye said, like, the gap, they show yeah. if they token Bring blackie. Bring token blackie. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So I was I'm not like, calling you a token. I'm quoting Kanye. I was the Oreo, so I took it. It's a prerequisite. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, boy. Totally, totally cool with that. Um, so understanding that kind of role when I sat at the table, too. I, I, told, I told her at that time I was feeling a lot of pressure because you know what's right. You know what you're supposed to yeah. do. And then you feel like you're just being used. Um, and I remember saying to myself a lot, like, y'all suffocating me. I feel like I'm suffocating, suffocating, suffocating. And bam, oh. I spoke those words um, as I got more frustrated, as I got more frustrated. Mm. I'm not saying, you know, I do believe in spiritual things. So I'm very careful what I say now, you know. Um, so I'm going to say right here and declare that I'm earning now $1 billion. Let's go. That's gold. Okay. Half of me. Cousins. <laughs> cousins. So, um, I'm very careful what I speak over young people. Yes. I'm um, very careful, uh, just, just things like that, just because I've had such a spiritual journey. It was a physical one as well, mm -hmm. but it really was like, 
being in the wilderness, being yeah. in the wilderness, because nobody could relate. They were just like, that's the luck. Like, that's pretty much what I had. A lot of friends fell away, and I thank God for that now, because when I'm, now that I'm running, I'm beholden to no one. Yeah. I don't owe anybody. I don't. I don't. I don't say. I don't have to say. Oh, you know, we've worked together, or you know, mm. I know you want to do this. Like, no, I'm running because I know what God has called me for. Mm. That's one. Um, and just another thing, like, just the way politics are now, people are very disengaged, and the reason is, one of the reasons is that we're so busy, so we just want to vote for the person that will have that integrity to do right by us. And another reason is uh, we can't have a gray area in politics anymore. Right. You either this or that, and they use those little catch, catchphrases like pro-life and pro, or pro-choice. Who ain't pro-life, though? Right. Like, it, right. It, the catchphrase don't even make sense. Yeah. Like, um, like, you're going to say, oh, my life sucks. I'm not pro-life. I'm just going to. No, you, you don't. Um, wait, sorry. Let me put a disclaimer for anyone that thinks of suicide and they think their life suck, it's not, it, like, I don't want to dismiss that. I don't want to be dismissive of what I just said. Um, but nobody is going to just say, I'm not pro-life. Right. We all fight to do better. Yeah. Um, but there's no compromise anymore. There's no accountability. There's just things that, as I sat there going through my process, because, what was it? That was probably like the Trump years, right? So I'm sitting yep. through the Trump years. Yeah, oh, like, actually, boy. Yeah. Looking, oh, looking at the, yeah. <laughs> This guy's on Twitter still. Oh, my goodness gracious. Right. That's true. <laughs> like, you know what, Lord? Man. You can take me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> right. Oh. Right, right, right. And Dang. so there's a, we don't have a sense of generosity anymore mm -hmm. because when you have fear, you think there's scarcity too. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. That was the oddest thing to me. Oh, that was the man. oddest thing to me. Uh, generosity of time, because we have a saying, time is money. Mm -hmm. So when we look at our young people, if you ain't paying me to go you know, share that with them, like those initiatives I don't see happening. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things I feel that we can, you don't, and that's the thing, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. No. We can look at other states and what has happened uh, for them or what they've implemented that have mitigated their social ills. We don't, and we can call them in and say, hey, can you help us with this issue? Well, that doesn't have to be closed off. Uh, outreach is very important. Um, and so I think in my, in my time, I was just able to sit back and God gave me a different perspective of things that could happen. Um, so with that, you know, here I am in, in 2022, wait, 2013. Yep, 20, so I'm not saying this to boast or saying that I am... Like I said, words are important. When I win, there we go. It would be in 2020, 2023. I start my term, mm -hmm. which would make it an exact ten years since 2013 Yo. when I said that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, huh? Full circle. Full circle. So can I ask? Um, it was District five. five. District five, which includes Charles Elmhurst, Elmhurst and Wonshock. Okay. I'm always open to volunteers. Y'all see me like I'm I'm down to earth. Like I'm, I don't take anything serious either. Like when I say serious, of course I take like uh, uh, making changes and organizing. But like you don't take things personally. Yeah, or or I don't take myself so serious. Like oh, I'm going to be this politician right, right. or whatever. Pantsuits all day. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> not. Not even. Mm -hmm. I want be. I want people to be able to have that kind of like vulnerability. Because mm -hmm. vulnerability will get you the help you need. For sure. 
But if, when we put up that, like, I can do it all by myself kind of mentality, it doesn't work. It hasn't been working. Yeah. And that's on both sides of, you know, the aisle. Like, we're not going to help the Democrats or Democrats. Like, like it's we need just each ridiculous. Other. We, we need, need each, each other. other. Exactly. Are there things specific to District 5 that you're, like, aware of or that you're looking to implement or, or try to get or, going? Yeah. So when you're a representative, not only do you represent the area that you're in, you make decisions for the state with other representatives. Okay. So issues that come across the table, you have a say in it. And plus, you have to, again, advocate for people to see things like, hey, we, have, we need universal health care because this doesn't make sense. So you're playing this, this game of uh, chess. So it's not just, what can I do for my district? But those decisions are going to impact the, all of Rhode Island as well. But in my district specifically, so the area I live in is Charles Street, where you, where you think of the Walmart, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yes. Walmart area. Mm-hmm. Um, you think of around PC area, yep. that would be uh, Elmhurst Street. Going down to one shock, that's like PC area. Um, you think of those areas, you think of uh, the disparities in those areas, because when you go down, then you hit like the Charles Brown area, which is a little, I think I have a little bit of that. They also redistrict, so I haven't gotten on my new updated map. Okay. Um, so for my thing, what I think I can do is say, I want to listen to you. I want to hear what you want. Because I feel like our politicians stopped listening. Mm. They're just doing what they want, what they feel. Is, though we have entrusted them in that, they just stopped listening to us. Yeah. So when I was grabbing my signatures, I had a little like legal pad, and I was just like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Most people, I don't think they even understand uh, the impact that politics make. Like you said that, oh, he doesn't like politics. Whether you like politics or not, politics go do you. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And that's why I think our engagement is very important. It's, to, yeah. Right. How, how do we move as a force? How, how do we get ourselves together? Because here's the thing. Working in policy-driven campaigns, I learned you have to ask while the budget hasn't been uh, um, done. Like the yep. budget is still open. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yo, we want that. And if you give us that, we can get you elected. I've seen people in Rhode Island doing it backwards. Now it's election time. Everybody's going, what do you want? What right. do you want? And we're like, well, we'll give you the vote if you do this for me. That's not a promise. Nope. That's not about, like, nope. we got to flip that. We got to learn how to do politics right. That's why we keep, that's why we get disappointed sometimes. Because I feel like maybe we're not educated enough to, or organized enough to make that impact. Then you're like, ah, right? You get kind of apathetic, like, well, I asked for this and I didn't get it. Yeah. We have to learn when to ask, how to ask, yeah, and come to together, mm-hmm, yeah. and come together just like unions do just like unions do, it's very important. So uh, like one of my things is civic education. Mm. I think that's empowerment for people when they know. Right there, right there. When they know the impact they can make. That's a great segue, because I was going to ask you, because we talk about, even though we say we don't like to, we talk about politics in different (coughs) levels all the time here. And we always say, the, the national politics is what gets all the, the fanfare, but, right. but the local is what really affects you in your day-to-day. Right, right. And so here we are in Rhode Island. You kind of hear and see primaries September, and you're just like, I don't even know what that means. So can you kind of break down the, the process between now and the last election day in Rhode Island so that people know when to vote or what they awesome. need to do? Yes. Great job, Jen. That was yeah, good. That was a good question. That She's was a-, a political correspondent, hey. and that's why I hey. point like this when I address her. <laughs> when, when he talks to me. <laughs> Um, so the vote, you can vote on September 13th, mm-hmm. but
But since COVID happened, we opened up mail-in ballots, in-person ballots. You can vote early in Rhode Island. You can vote 20 days before the 13th. Okay. So there's no excuse not to vote. Hey, I'm too busy. I got my job. I got my kids. <laughs> da, da, da. What you're giving up is your power. That okay. job you're complaining about, you could be making the vote for a $19 increase. Mm -hmm. According to, I forgot the, the website name, so I forgive me. The average, the minimum wage in Rhode Island, nationally should be twenty five ten. Yes. That's wow. what it costs. To live. To live. Wow. And people are not even at 15. Dude. But when you say, let me go work these extra hours because I'm only making so much, when you can just say, let me vote so I don't have to work as hard. Yeah, it's true. That's power. Mm. That's power. When you get sick and you already... You've, you've, you've paid so much into health care, and then you lose your health care. And it doesn't matter how many years you've been paying into. Mm. Can I get an amen? <laughs> um, and then they say, sorry, you're not covered anymore. That's a problem. Mm. Why are you going to sit there and suffer when you could vote? It's true. When we talk about children and education, because I'm bringing home a C, you get mad at me. Mm. But you say you don't have time to attend school board meetings because right. you got to work. Don't do that. Vote. Mm. If you know, like, the Providence school systems were taken over by the state, and that was right before COVID, and nothing has really been done because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So the quality education in Rhode Island is boo. Yeah. Okay? It's boo. Those things, those things, we do have a chance to make an impact and change those things. You put the right person in office, hopefully me. Um, <laughs> that's what I want to fight for. Quality education, universal health care, because it doesn't make sense right now. Yeah. And increasing our wages more, especially within, how many times you gonna, you gonna, you gonna put up the interest rate? Now nobody can buy a home. I can't even buy a used car. I think it's the fourth time they increased it this year. Yep, and it's up to do more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Listen, but why I not, I made why a lot not just increase our wages? The way it's everything's going fake. up is crazy. Like, <laughs> everything's fake. You know how, you know, we sold our house in the last year, mm -hmm. whatever, cool. The house that's next door that had we fixed up, I just looked at Zillow, just sold. For ninety thousand more than I sold my house. For. What did you Dang. just say? Sold yeah. it in December. Yeah, I'm like it's the same house. <laughs> like it's legit, literally the same house. Imagine <sighs> this is what we're complaining about. Imagine what our young people are going through. Those who are graduating out of high school. Mm -hmm. Those who are graduating out of college. First of all, I ain't going to college right now because. I can't afford the debt I get into. Yeah. Not that I can't afford to get out loans, because they'll give you loans all day before they give you business loans. They give you education loans, mm -hmm. um, which so, so, sounds smart, right? I'll, I'll grab all these skills and be able to get a job. That sounds smart. Mm -hmm. But then when you have to pay back with the, with the money that you're not making, you're in destitute. You, the math ain't math. Yeah, the math ain't math. Yo, I, ain't I really math. get sad when I drive by the hospital and I just look into the parking lot, because I'm like, if these are all doctors' cars, yeah. they should be all like, Awesome cars, and you'll see some like, dang, right? Some yeah. of them somebody, somebody <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I see that. Somebody in this building is saving Don't lives cough too right loud. now. I want you to cough too loud. <laughs> Be careful. Somebody is in there saving lives, and then they got to risk their life on the highway. Yo, right. <laughs> so don't buckle and say, no, I get it. No, that's crazy. This is this is what mm. we're talking about. Mm. And then on top of it, we're seeing these mass shootings of these young people who are around the age of 22, 23. Mm. Those are the ages you're coming out of school. Mm -hmm. They've been promised a dream. Mm. But when you come out, you, you done did everything you were supposed to do in life. 
That's frustrating. And then they'll lie to some groups and say, well, you ain't get your dream because of that person. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's nasty mm-hmm. out here. It cool. is. It is. And it, it takes a person with integrity to be like, I'm not going to be swayed mm. because now my daughter is coming up in this. In Rhode Island, we need to cultivate more political, young political leaders. I agree. I don't know if they even, I can't say because I really don't know the organizations out there, but for young, like young people, young minority children, I remember, what is it? Was it not classical? It's called PCTA. One of the schools sued because they were not teaching civics. Wow. Yeah. Oh. You can look that up. I think it recently got decided, um, and I think they won. Oh, mm. yeah. I, I heard that. Right. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Why why do we have to do all that? <laughs> we need to start cultivate mm. we need to start cultivating our children to be empowered to take those seats of leadership. And civics is important. That's yeah. like when Yo, you literally This is learn why we have this confusion branches. right now. That's when you learn the three branches of the government, yeah. how they work, right. who's been the they president. You know, you yeah. they don't want them to know that. And that's that's, that's, the and that's why right. that's why yeah. things yeah. like January sticks happens. Yeah. That's why things like Trump thinking he can, he probably doesn't know the civics, right? He came as a businessman, whatever, whatever. He's like, yeah, I can stay in here and be a dictator. <laughs> That's not how it works. Right. Because, right. I mean, he's been in, like, hundreds of lawsuits in his life. So he's thinking when they're talking about, oh, well, they can sue you. He's like, yeah, it's fine. I've, I've dodged 300 lawsuits. Right. But, they, no, this is a different type of lawsuit, fam. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. different. We're looking at jail time. <laughs> and, so, and so all of these things... Um, because we're, we're so distracted with what has been happening, we, for, we, it's sad. I don't see things getting poured into the youth like I would like. Yeah, for sure. I talked to this young man. Um, he goes by Rara on Facebook. And listen, when, you name your, when you're another name on Facebook, that is what I'm going to call you, okay? There's so many people. I just see them. I'm like, hey, so-and-so. That's not my name. Oh, that's your name on that's Facebook. That's your name on Facebook. Okay, man. so we're going to keep it. <laughs> um, and he told me how he was part of the foster care system because he was like, oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to And I was like, yeah, you know, um, prison reform. I was into prison reform, transitional programs, where, which prisoners do have. And he goes, I'm a, I was a foster kid. He told me his story. He goes, it's nice that prisoners get a second chance, but I never got a first. Damn. Oof. Oof. Damn. Ow. Damn, damn, I was damn, like, damn, what do you damn. mean? He goes, well, by the time I'm 18, they don't have to take care of me. They can be like, bye. Yeah. And there's no transition programs for these young people. Oh. He said he's been in and out, not because he wants to be a criminal, but because he has nowhere else to go. Like, no, the, the skills that he has is not getting him an apartment when, the, when the, the, there's no affordable housing. Mm-hmm. You're forcing these kids to make some decisions. You know mm. what I mean? These are things we don't talk about because we're too busy talking about Whatever. Starbucks cups. And in, and in full circle, then... <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an environmentalist, too. <laughs> full circle, then somebody comes up to somebody like this kid and says, hey, you want to take this experimental medicine for 500? Boom! Yes, yeah. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> what are these actions? <laughs> it's not even a, not right. even a thing right. think about. Um, wow. So yeah. that's, what I, that's what I mean when I, when I got to sit down. Because when you're working, you don't get to sit down and think about all of these things. Sure. It took me having to really have to be like, uh, uh, to really have to be in the house just watching news because I don't care. In the Trump era, it was like breaking news. Every day. Like, oh my God, are we bombing? Like, what is going on? Every day. I was Every nervous. day. <laughs> Every day. So I had to educate myself like, how come he's allowed to do that? How come he's, not that I didn't know, but when you do community organizing, it's more like, okay, advocacy, da, 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 da. It's a different. It's a different type of advocacy once you're in a once you're in a seat of leadership, right. and it's a different kind of power. Don't get me wrong. Uh, community leaders are awesome. 
awesome. We we do the work. I will, com- I will consider myself a community leader, even if nobody else does. But uh, they do awesome work. But now we need to step it up. Sure. Now we need to step it up. That's all. We need to start making sure there's other leaders that are ready to take the the, the position because you want somebody somebody that's competent competent as well. Right. We don't want somebody like I'm so sorry, Trump, to just be like I'm in here and we're seeing those people move into power. We're seeing the what do they call QAnon? Yeah. QAnon people they're running. They're bold. We and gotta be just votes. as bold. And they'll get votes. And the people that are already in office who even weren't if they weren't they weren't in that lane. Now they're following that lane to get that support. Yeah. Because representation matters. Yeah. So that's why, like, what you're doing is that important because you broke down, like, because people just say, vote, get out there and vote, vote. But the, the things that they care about, like, how do they know it's, like, being addressed? And exactly. you getting out there and educating people or actually asking It has to go want. hand in hand. So we need that because on the other side, that's what they're doing in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Versus um, the old way of... Uh, hope and pray Democrats where you just, you know, vote Democrat and hope for the best. Like, we actually need action. Touch right. the people. Listen and people, to people. So people are falling falling away or not falling away because they're not going to change to Republicans, but people are very disappointed in the inactions of the Democrat yeah. right now. Where you can have somebody like Mitch McConnell that's like, yeah, Obama, you can't assign a judge, but it ain't gonna <laughs> matter. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna change. We're gonna right. change the rules on you. Right. We're gonna move the goalposts, and and Democrats are like, okay, we're still gonna play and by that's the rules. We're gonna play that's by the rules. Because if yeah. they can fight like that, why you can't? Right. So I remember, like, with the Roe the Roe v. Wade that just passed, there was a young um, black senator, I believe, who was like. If they do that, then we need to do things like add more seats to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, we need to do things like get get rid of the filibuster. Yeah. So why haven't like? Yeah, you, like it's they're not. Yeah. Like we Just all like playing Uno. Mm-hmm. Y'all cheating, and I'm still following the rules. Yo, you gonna right. get beat down. We're still following the rules, though. We're still following the rules, but we're just not taking action. And we're making these not? threats. Yeah. If, if your mom told you, sorry, <laughs> no, let it come out. Let it come out. <laughs> she heard it. She started. No, 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 no. <laughs> that sounded like one of my more woke. Nope. You said brought today, right? And I, you I wanted what? to say good job. Yeah. <laughs> my people. Sometimes when you be talking all day, all day you've been talking in your political tone. Mm. Your tongue get tired. Yeah. So it just slips sometimes. I can see myself definitely going on the field. I mean, going in front of the general assembly. Like, Listen, that's that's going to be the hard part. Right. That's going right. to be the hard part. Oh man, the hard oh, part of a goodness. black woman's life, no matter where she's at. Right. So I have to ask uh, for this: Do you need funding, or is it just? I'm glad you asked. That sounded like a setup, though. No, I really have I'm no glad idea. You I have asked. no idea. Politics does take funding. Uh-huh. Politics does. Take, I have to market myself. Like I know I'm coming back to a community that they didn't forget me, but I haven't been active. I'll I'll be honest. I was I was on my own like 40 days and 40 nights like in the wilderness, right? So the name recognition for me is not there. Plus, again, I understand. I worked in Massachusetts. I will not I will not say. Um, well, you know, I was. I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot, and I'm willing to bring those skills back. But yes, it does take funding mm-hmm. for for me to keep pushing through. Um, so you can definitely go on Act Blue. Let me spell it out just in case there people don't go. understand. A, as in apple. <laughs> oh <laughs> Act Blue, um, and look for Kamasa Amos. Is it ActBlue.org or Act Blue? I think it's a .com. Okay. Um, I'll check. You talk. Yeah. 
And so you can definitely donate. Right now, I've been asking people for just $20. Okay. I mean, you know, with everything being so hard, I understand. This is not a big political year, so people, I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to speak for people, but I feel like times are hard for people to give, but $20 from so many people can do so much. Yeah. The little so bit far. can help. Dot com. Dot com. Um, I, I need to market myself. Uh, that's why I thank you guys for the opportunity to come on, uh, show my personality. People know, some people won't know my story, but then they're like, they don't really know me. Right. I'm not just that story. Like you said, it's just a chapter. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to edit some things out. <laughs> and so when I told my mom I was, uh, I was running, she was like, but wait now, I thought you were going to write this book. Hmm. And so, you know, she's like, you went to school, you got your communications. I know you're a good writer. You should write the book. It will get you money, da, da, da. To tell you the truth, I have not been able to write like I did because it's still traumatic yeah. for me uh, to relive some of those things. Yeah. I, I'm slowly starting to laugh about things, but it's just like, dag. Uh, so I told my mom, I said, but what if this is just the beginning of my story? Right. What if this was the, what do they call it? The, 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 um, the prologue, the prologue mm -hmm. to the rest of the mm. story. Mm. It's like that Kanye doc. Bingo. Yo. <laughs> Bingo. I Yo, was thinking the like same thing. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If they would have stopped recording, be like, oh, he, he made it with The Rock. All right, boom, it's done. That's thought. it. That's it. Thank you for that. It's true. I could be like Kanye. And Kanye tried to run for office. So maybe you don't I'm want sure that do correlation. That. Sure you, do you don't that. want that. So, yeah, Act Blue, please give. If you have $20, you know. And just, um, sorry, just to clarify, it's uh, not only people from your district, right? Anybody, anybody. can donate. Okay. Anybody can give, anybody can endorse, anybody. I ask for uh, people to that know me, that have known me, to testify. I don't even know how to say it. Your, but to on your character? Yeah, my character. Yeah. Because uh, people who don't know me, they're like, ah, can I trust them? Can I, yeah. you know, even though you can hear the story, you still don't know me. Yeah. And people need to know that I'm a candidate that has not only been through something, but I've learned through what I've been through. And it's because of that pain, I will say it again, you have purpose. Yes. There's a saying that says, when the pain pushes, the vision pulls. Mm. Mm. When, and that's what I'm talking about, you know, writing the vision. I had to put, I even, like, if I showed you my gallery, I have pictures of me on my daughter's wedding day. I have pictures mm. of me being old with my husband, like pictures that I feel like I can be in that setting. Yeah. Mm. That's mm. my vision pulling. Because I had to live through the pain yeah. in order, because I'm going to be able to see that vision. That's right. So this is where we are now. I tell people, I do have a new vision for Rhode Island. That, oh, I might be governor. Of. <laughs> well, hey, listen. <laughs> Let's do it. Listen. Let's I do, do have a vision for District 5. Um, I do have a vision for impacting lives. I do have a vision. And a lot of people I know may doubt, like, yo, it's, it's just too much. It's too late. It's a little too late. Listen, I was on my deathbed when I received my call. Mm. I was backing to go home to heaven, mm. okay? But I'm still here. Mm. It's mm. never too late to make changes. That's right. And mm. I hope this optimism, people will run with me because they say, when you see the vision, run with it. Mm. Yes. So I, I tell people, and I know I say, I know people are busy. But if you're waiting on me to make a change, please don't vote for me. Right. And I know probably that's the worst thing to say. But if you're willing to work with me, come, mm -hmm. run with me. Maybe I won't even finish it because I would be tired. But somebody <laughs> needs to finish it, right? Mm. So that's, that's where we are. Love wow. that. Love that. Yeah. And that's actblue.com. Act blue. I know my Niger people. Let me, let me be direct. 
Come spray All me. your princesses <laughs> and your kingdom just fine. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh um, calling, calling all Nigerians. Calling right, all Nigerians. Right, right. This is a Come and spray alert. me. Come and spray <laughs> me. <laughs> wow, baby. That, that little money gun. <laughs> no, hey, I got one in the thing. Of course you do. Money gun. <laughs> so mad about that. Um, Liberian people. Guyanian, black Americans, white people, Asian people, uh, something about Rhode Island. You can find any part of the world in Rhode Island. Yes. That is okay. Yes. You can find any part of the world. So I'm not excluding any, everybody. I just don't know the whole world. Um, <laughs> that Animaniac so, song. I'm calling all of us to work together. Uh, people ask, you know, why is Rhode Island like the way it is? One thing that makes us great is that we have a lot of diversity. Seriously. Lots of diversity. At the same time, we are, we, we live in these silos. Yeah. Very right? divided. Yeah. yeah. When you go, somebody was like, when I go to, like, uh, I was talking to my friend Grace, and she goes, when I lived in Maryland, there was no, like, you're an African Mm-mm. from Liberia or whatever. You're just black or yeah. you're just white or you're just poor or you're just rich. And so we, we need to start coming together, not because of our culture, but because of our, where, we, where we all are now, yeah. where we all are now. So that's, that's really important for Rhode Islanders to come together and start to fight for what they really want. I agree. Yeah. And I wanted to acknowledge um, and big up your base, your foundation, mm-hmm. through faith, your family, for being with you Definitely. through everything that you went through up until now and Absolutely. going forward. Yes. Clap it up, not just because her husband's not. My husband, <laughs> but but because your mother, every because yes. that's not easy. No. You know, being mm-hmm. the loved one to, uh, to someone um, going through uh, that kind of physical um, trauma, and, and yeah. man, for them to, and the the faith, right? To help I remember my mom feeling very guilty at one point because she is a nurse practitioner, and not that she ever ignored my, ever ignored the symptoms. She just felt like. Man, with all the education I had, I should have pushed mm. more. I should have, you know. But when the doctor's telling you, are you the doctor? Right. It makes you feel some type of way. Um, so my mom definitely, definitely went through it. Um, there was a, a lot of push and pull because there was a time I decided I didn't want the, okay, I'm so sorry. We're going back to the feeding tube. I didn't want the surgery because once they told me I would be on a feeding tube for the rest of my life, I said, I can't do it. I can't because you might, you might, it might sound like it's just, it's just food. You have to understand, American food is very different from the rest of the world. Yes. So I'm not even going to say white food. American food is very <clears throat> different. Let's just say that. You, I have been exposed to so much, and you say that, that you, I have to cut it off for the rest of my life at 30-something. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't see myself. I couldn't see myself. I didn't have that vision. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay? Um, so I said no. I didn't want the surgery because I knew I, I wasn't going to be. I told him in the beginning I was going to be compliant, actually. I did. <laughs> but then... <laughs> And if you added a JK, like you do want to text when you're like, ah, oh, I went too far. <laughs> LOL. Uh, JK. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Yo. And so um, I remember a lot of people putting pressure on me, like, you've come so far, da da da. And one of my friends, Lauren, she was like, she respected my decision. And that's big too, that we respect decisions yeah. when it comes to faith, when it comes to medicine, things like that. And she was like, if that's what you know you'll be at peace with, then I agree with you. Then I agree with you. And then my mom was like, I do not agree. (laughs) That was just it. Yeah. Yeah. We've come too far. We've come too far. So, you know, there was a point that I was just like, it wasn't giving up. I just couldn't see my life like without palm butter. I couldn't see. (laughs) 
I couldn't it's see. Priorities. Yeah, listen. You gotta live if you're gonna live. Mm-hmm. You gonna live to your fullest, you right? That could also be a shirt. You gotta live if you're gonna live. Right. That's for everybody <laughs> out here listening. So when I go out now, I eat things. I'm very cautious of what I eat. I can't eat off of buffets and stuff because how people gather. People are very understanding when I say that. I'm not supposed to eat vegetables and stuff. Um, not no that veg- I want to. Oh, because it don't break um, down or what? No, because uh, they're more likely to have a recall, oh, salmonella, things okay. like that. Oh, wow. So when I say vegetables, like outside, like having a salad or something. You know how Ruby Tuesday used to have the salad bar? Let me tell you, that is the. Listen, I I'm not hating on buffets because I used to be an avid, I used to be a, a person that went to the Chinese buffet after a church. Buffet. You know, come right. on now. But then um, when you know, think about it. You're like, oh, so if I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna make <laughs> sure I can keep on thinking. eating and make those decisions. <laughs> um, the only thing I I have not ate since transplant is the Liberian tabagi, which is very hot. I don't eat a lot of spicy food. Things like that, but I, yo, everything else, and you know, my keeper be having those food sales. Listen, big up so. keeper crab, yo. <laughs> yes, yo, delicious. I had a birthday party a couple months ago, and one of my friends um, saw my at the club before the party, and I didn't know this. And so the next day, I hit up my like, yo, okay, I know what I want you to make for my party. Can you please make me a pan of Rasta pasta? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I almost messed up and got fried rice. And I said, wait a minute. There's something yep, yep. There's something greater for you, Jen. It's your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. And so she was like, oh, matter of fact, I just saw Ren at the club. And she said, whatever you want, if you want me to get do something, she'll pay for it. So she's going to pay for your Rasta pasta. Oh. Amazing. And it was the star of the party. Everybody Listen. asked about that Rasta pasta. Yes. I've known, um, me and Makiba, like, she asked the question one, like, Asked the question once, like posted, like, how long have you known me, or who's known me the the, the longest? And I put, I knew you when you were in the belly, so that's how far. Mm-hmm. So her mom lived, her mom lived on the second floor, and we lived on the first floor. So okay. when her mom, yeah, so I was already there. Wow. I was like, I was just waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a friend. <laughs> Listen, and so. Um, no, she she's one of those people that will like a great support to me too. Plus, you know she's hilarious, oh. so it helps when you have that kind of person that's like uh, keep a top five funny. Yeah, yeah, funny. yeah, she is. You know that that top joke forever. Forever, ever. S P O O N. Oh, the spoon. The spoon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't want to hate. That's not an original. But <laughs> like, even people will also say the car that they drive is L E G two. Yeah. L E G. Two. That was good. Oh my so, goodness. You got so, the new model? Yeah. Listen. Anything so, else you want to tell the people before? No, I want people to, I definitely want to talk to people. I, yeah. I, I want people to reach out. Uh, the phone, you can always check out my website. It's Vote for Core. Oh, you got a website? Yep, yep, yep. Um, it's going to be published tonight. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's up but, now as you're listening. Wait, right, wait. Right. Um, sorry, you can check out my social media. There's nothing that I hide there. Everything I've I've talked about today, ex- except the whole feeding tube experience, <laughs> is up on on like my like my journey. Like you said, I've shared my journey. There's nothing that I I hide about myself. Um, and that's yeah. I I really see myself really making an impact in that. On sorry, I really see myself making an impact as a representative for District Five. So I'm asking people to support me financially as well as uh, vote for me. And like I said, early voting starts. You don't have to wait. There's no excuse not to vote. 
it's just up to you. You do have to request the mail-in ballot, I think, though. Okay. Um, and so I started putting that information up to so people are informed that, you know, there's no excuse. Yeah. There's Check no your excuse. registration status as yeah. well. Make sure you're registered Very to important. vote. I think they're allowing prisoners to start voting. Wow. I will double. I will double check that. Um, those are things you know. You like for me. You done your time. So stop punishing them. Sorry. So that's it. And I just want to say one more time. I thank you guys for this experience, my people. Hey, <laughs> West Africa, baby. Yeah. So back to the, the voting. Mm -hmm. So you said the primaries is in September, and then is, so is that like the Democratic primary and the Republican primary? Nope. It's it's just um, one party primary. So. Once I win, Let's go. and I'm not saying that, like I said, I speak it, uh, speak it as though it is. Uh, once I win, if there is a Republican opponent, then we would go to the next phase. Mm -hmm. okay. But from what I know, I didn't see a Republican. I do have other, I think it was seven, six other people. Um, I'm not sure if everybody made the signature, because once I made mine, I was like... Yeah. Um, so that's that's what it is. That's what it is. And that's that's important to note because like we, we keep saying, like we don't have time a lot of times to get into this stuff. So somebody like myself would, you know, I've been voting since I could. Mm -hmm. I, I might think to myself, okay, I'm not going to vote in the primaries because I can just wait till the general election. The other people will pick the best <clears throat> candidate. And <throat> so if you don't know that this is it, if there's no op op opposing party, and you thinking, oh, I'm just gonna wait till it's time, then you've missed it. Yeah. You don't even, like, and that's the thing. Once you get to the voting booth, sometimes it's like, I'm so sorry, sometimes it's like you're not even knowledgeable on who you're voting. Now they're giving you, yeah. you can get the ballot, you can have time to do your research and uh, say, you know, because uh, they don't, not only do you vote for people, sometimes they ask you questions on yeah. that, and, they, and you're like, what, what is this? What is going on? What There's is a line like behind you, like, I don't I wanna. I just, yeah, so you just start, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that, I. I, I am I am a big proponent of educating yourself yeah. to make um, educated decisions. I guess that was redundant, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but it's important. It's important that you know what you're deciding for yourself and the community around you. Because one day you're gonna wake up, and all of a sudden, for women, your health your your health care access is gone. Yeah. So what were, what were we doing? Where were we sleeping? What, what happened? Yeah. yeah. It, it, when I um, I recently moved, like I said, we sold the house. But when I lived there. I lived there since I was a kid in that neighborhood. And one day, I got, I talk about this all the time, I got this postcard in the mail said, people on the street, I guess, had reached out to the councilman wanting speed bumps. And so they're mm -hmm. gonna have a speed bump meeting in the middle of the street on a Saturday. And I'm like, I be having to pee. I can't be getting no speed bump <laughs> on my street. I gotta go to this meeting. Like, that's literally legit reason yeah. why I went, right? And I'm thinking we're all gonna be on the same side. Like, yeah, no speed bumps. We ain't got time for that. It's a one way. And I was the only person who was there for that purpose. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. here are these people that live on the same street as me. I didn't know none of them. I've been living there since the 90s. I'm like, oh, who are you? And they're just like, yeah, we need speed bumps because so-and-so's kid got hit by a car. And I'm like, when? <laughs> <laughs> who got hit by a car? What a, what a time to be outraged. At, what do you mean right, at right. the meeting? I'm like, do I live here? What? Oh, Somebody and it's just all this stuff was coming out. And I'm like, dang. And they all knew this councilman by name. He knew the, the people that lived on the street by name. He's like, oh, yeah, remember we talked last week? And I'm like, okay, first of all, this guy is doing his job, mm. whatever that job is. Mm. And I'm like, this is how people are getting things done. So yeah. now this street ended up getting the damn speed bumps. 
<laughs> and then you moved. moved. She's moved. And I moved. So she moved. She was okay. So there. You but know, that's my protest. <laughs> no, but they, it's funny because when they put them up, they put the temporary ones, and I said, "That's smart. Let's test it out. Let's see how the people like it before mm-hmm. we go put mm-hmm. in the permanent ones." That's a good and idea. And sure enough, they end up taking them up, so they're gone. But um, anyway, I digress. So apparently, this guy organizes meeting because the people that live on the street literally reached out to him and said. Something needs to be done on the street. A kid has gotten hit by a car. We need action. We need speed Mm -hmm. bumps. You need to come down here. And they didn't stop. Mm. The way they were talking, you could tell they did not stop until mm-hmm. that man made time in his schedule on a Saturday to That's come meet with people. That's what they're supposed to do. That's what it takes. And so mm-hmm. I say all that to say, if you're in an area where you're like, dang, this street, these potholes have been here for like years. Nobody comes out here. This street looks like trash. This is the stuff that we need to be able to know who to reach out to. We don't even know how many districts are in this state. I surely, this is speaking for me, I don't know how many districts there are. I'm running and I don't know, so don't feel bad. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to even contact people. I don't even know what I should That's be important. doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's important, like you said, to do this outreach. Like you said, Marcia went to knocking on doors. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just about getting the position and then all right cool I'm a politician like that's when you're like we said the fight mm-hmm. starts the fight starts you just right. put the gloves on and Rhode Island has a lot of great programs mm-hmm. they have a lot of services that they offer again education 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 mm-hmm. I just went through this great program called community academy where they had every municipal department come in and teach um, about 20 of us mm. about all the different departments and what they do oh, wow. yeah like I was like, what? We got, we got, we got exercise programs in our parks. Wow. Like people go work out in there. Like, yeah. She's like, we don't have chain link fences anymore because we find that um, when people see chain link fences, they keep the bad stuff in. I was like, really? Wow. They, they they do the research. Mm-hmm. Wow. And anybody who's on social media mad right now, like, what are these things that they put in the middle of Broad Street? I'm sure. Yo. Was- oh. I just saw it over the weekend. Why was I? Oh. Why was I parked behind a car thinking? I just, on yeah. Sunday, we went to the, the, the spot, oh. Jen. I didn't know what's going the, on. The Spanish spot. Going on. And I'm like, oh, no, what's going on? on? Yeah. Oh. I'm like, I just struck a nerve. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was very confused. I was like, Let's my what? Broad Street? My Broad Street? Sarah and I were Broad Street? And, and I've moved to that side of town now. And so, oh. like, I'm like, yo, there's supposed to be some kind of community meeting to talk about this, like the speed bumps over oh. there. Yeah. So I'm like, and there I'm must sure have been a meeting. And however that communication gets the people when you go to work you come home you get things you, you don't look at it so uh, they, we need a way to really like well, centralize things like that so this is this is a very good point you make um and it's not it's not a black or white thing but it's a thing our black community can definitely do better our, our minority community well hispanics do it well communication one of the reasons i'm sure you started this podcast is because there's a gap in our market for uh, black, specifically black communication. We don't own a radio station. DJ Ruckus has been um, advocating for a black-owned radio station so we can communicate with our with our population more. Um, there's, I think, one black newspaper centered on Is our it? issue. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if it's still operating, but in 2017, that was the last time Oof. I knew that it was that. Um, we have Jim Vincent, who still uses public access. Nothing wrong with that, but you know, there's some. You gotta upgrades. have basic cable for that. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Let me drink, drink my water. I'm sorry. It's true though. <laughs> I ain't seen kids breaking years. <laughs> Listen, everybody's on YouTube. I'm sure you post on YouTube. I've seen mm-hmm. your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You can cast right to your TV. Yeah. So we need, we need definitely. Um, 
reason why I started getting to the core because I was like, yo, there's definitely an information gap here. Yeah. It's an information gap. We say it all the time. Like, the people that we've met just doing this podcast, we would have no idea all these things right. are going on. Yeah. Right. So, definitely, that's something, we, that's something um, I'm not going to say it's simple or small that we can do, but it's some, something definitely our community can come together. To Look, you go to Boston. When I go to Boston and all of a sudden, when I used to go to Boston to work and stuff, all of a sudden there's a whole, like, reggae station yeah. or there's a whole soca station. And when I talk about satellite. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know 45 minutes away. I like, know people that worked on those radio stations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So some of the some of the gaps that we're missing is our own uh uh like uh I want to say union, I don't know if that's the right word, but our own like coalition of communication. Yeah. Uh you see the Hispanic have two radio stations, they definitely have newspapers, they have Telemundo. I don't even know, like, I'm like, wait, Telemundo's everywhere. I don't know, like, I don't, I'm not even understanding how that, that's structured. Um, they're, they're actually supporting the Dominican Festival. Hey, hey, yeah. uh, to the Dominican Festival coming up. I will be there. Okay. Uh, yeah. They're bringing Manny Ramirez. That's my era. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> she said they're bringing she's like, Manny Ramirez. Like, I have to. I have to. I have to. Yeah, they I thought she was going to, like, campaign. No, no. She's like, no, I'm going to the festival. I have to go. I'm going. I'm going. I looked at the flyer. I was like, Manny Ramirez? She said, I'm outside, outside. I'm in the streets. Let's oh try to stop me if you want. But just like the I'm kebab, I'm doing I'm, it. I'm going for it. <laughs> I'm going. And when you see oh when their communication is big, they have they. So when you have a coalition of communications like that, you can throw a, a, a festival that's yeah. that big. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So now I know you. You have a network, and you have a net, um, not network. Um, what do you call? I guess a network, yeah, and and maybe New York. I don't know who had the Manny Ramirez network, but they came together. Yeah. Somebody's sure. like, and I know make... somebody got his right. number. <laughs> somebody, yeah. listen, it would be like us saying, "Who knows, Burner Boy?" Right, because he's which, coming to Boston. Which it only takes, I promise you. Yep, four six or seven of yeah. us, yeah. if that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. four. Yeah. And so mom. we can be bringing these things in. We sure. can be culturally developing things that are geared towards us and I don't want to sound like because as soon as I feel um, a black person starts talking about what uh, we can do better in a black community all of a sudden it's like black lives matter yeah. I was like I'm like not well, like equally we should all be having the same thing right um, not that I don't think black lives doesn't matter but I'm just saying you get in this like box yeah. fit in this box that's not the Definitely. only thing we can rally against right yeah, right we, yes yeah. Yeah, typecast right. real quick right. real quick oh, right. she, oh she's the girl running for black people like yeah. you don't want to yeah be. yes yeah. Well, we talked a little bit about this but we're, we're gonna yeah. leave it alone yeah gonna, i prayed about that i'm good with that <laughs> mm -hmm. you know you don't want to be put in a, a box like you said yeah because yeah. at the end of the day you're for everybody we're for everybody yes oh for me yes yeah. I'm, I'm all about empowering people because just like marcia when she did her uh, um, I should actually mention that Marcia, when she actually actually endorsed me as well uh, for this position, um, one of the things she did, it wasn't for black people, it wasn't for white people, she had her, uh, <clears throat> she passed the, she wanted to pass the lunch bill, mm -hmm. everybody hungry, okay? Yeah, yeah. That's not a black or white thing. Everybody get hungry. Yep. She passed, she, so she was a big proponent of education, $15 minimum wage, she was able to push that through, wow. um, and that's not just for black people, right? right? So... When we talk about when we talk about politics, no matter who's in this seat, I'm still representing the wants and needs right. of a community, exactly. no matter where they're coming from. 
Right. And the important thing is that the community speaks up. Everybody yeah. in the community. Because except, except Geneva, because she come late. Well, she, and, she, and she was on the wrong side. Everybody <laughs> was like, like, yeah. Like, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> he got ran over? Am I, is this the wrong meeting? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's Saturday. You know, like, I walked down the street for this, and this is what you're talking about? That's crazy. I walked down the street. <laughs> it was legit. I was like, this man is smart. He's like, I'm not even going to have this meeting as far. It's right on the corner. Did he have the loose tie with the rolled up sleeves? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, Darren, I know, you, know, you know, you know, you know. I seen the type. Right. So, uh, I'm no. I have an idea, I have a thought in my head, but it's not coming out. So, no, oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I'm also speaking, like we were saying, about having communications with our community. I mean, we do, like you said, we do have some. Just want to shout out the BRU. Oh, I'm on them on um, next Monday, actually. There we go. Yeah, Ooh. I met Miss. Um, Miss Vody, shout out to her. Oh, um, I reached friend. out to DJ Franchise, very nice. He's yeah. like, reach out to Miss Vody. Last night, it's totally, and you know, when you're doing, when you're doing things like that, like things slip your mind. So it's like 10 o'clock and I'm like, I'm so sorry I texted you late. She was like, I'm up. <laughs> and she, we had a really nice conversation. For me, I like connecting with people. I know when I reached out to you, we, we, had, a, we had a whole we, conversation. Yeah, we had a whole conversation before. I was like, wait, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I'm now hitting up the guys like, uh, somebody wants to come on the podcast. And, uh, and she's like, Matt Anderson. So we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's um, dope. So, yeah, I'm also looking for like media opportunities mm. to get out there. Mm. If, uh, if you guys know any um, of the... Latino, Latina uh, radio stations. I do have a translator, so I can. Okay. <laughs> I mean, 99 listen. Fiance can do it. Why can't you? Yeah, SAP, listen. Listen. Because um, there is no way you grow up in Rhode Island and not have like a, a, a Dominican or a Puerto Rican best friend. Like, it mine, just, mine was Emily. A Cambodian or Thai. She, like, she would call grandpa to order for me because I'm like, yo, can you order my food ahead of time so I ain't got to wait in line? Yo, you know what I be in. It's right. <laughs> Yes. I can't. This is, it's true. This is, this so, so yeah. Insightful. So, like I said, our era is a little bit different. Where we like, so there's a there's a there's a little bit of a generational gap or transition going on. Where you have those who are a little bit older that came from the generation that looked down on like the yeah. foreigners, and then you have us that actually went to school with other other cultures, other, and we're like more understanding, um, especially in Rhode Island, where it's just like. Uh, like I said, everybody, every part of the world is here. There's no way you didn't go to school and you didn't know what, what Cambodian was, yeah. Cambodian was, or Thai, Laos. Vietnamese, yeah. Laos. Yeah. Um, sorry, I said, I don't know why I came so hard with the Laos. <laughs> she meant that. Yeah. My Lao boys were some G's back in the day, man. Please Shout don't out make, to you, no. I mean, right. I ain't gonna say nothing. It <laughs> was some G's, Darren, you know. Um, that's a good laugh. Spanish, you know, we have the Hispanic community also as that diverse. Dominican, Puerto Ricans, I've met Colombians here, mm -hmm. I've met Brazilians here. Mm -hmm. So the, Rhode Island is just one of those places. Africa, forget it. Like, we here strong. Come on now. Um, and then, like I said, we had a generation that that was not cool. Like, people even kind of disowned yeah. because they wanted to be Americanized or we heard about assimilation. So this... And you even talking about with your name, how at first you just... Oh, the, the reason why I don't use Torlo, which, which is my first name, so on the ballot is Torlo Kamasa Amos. We moved to Cranston, right? Name was never an issue in Providence. Mm. Moved to Cranston, and I remember I had a substitute teacher that struggled with the first name Torlo. And this little boy was like, what? What's your name? Toilet? Toilet? Oh. <laughs> like, 
Oh. And I and as 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 much as I was in fourth grade, I never used that name again. I never answered to my mom, mm. you know, with that name because it was just like, you know, you get to call that's a that's listen, dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, when you're that age, every little thing makes yeah. a difference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um so, you know, with that, once I got to college and I started we started opening up. Things became cooler. You remember, mm -hmm. in the early 2000s is when Afrobeat started to drop, which is yep. the most popular music now. Mm -hmm. It really changed the traje tra trajectory of um, how we see Africa. Um, now you have people from Korea, the BS2K. Um, B2K? B2K? B2, 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 no, B2K was a bomber, right? Like, <laughs> BTS, yes. BTS broke up, I think, right? That was bad, yo, guys. People going solo. We so just, they're just like the R&B groups here. We just um, showed our whole age with that one. Wow. Yo, Yo. Okay, what is the beat, beats? 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 Yeah. What's, what's the boys? What's, what's the boys? What's, what's, what's the boys? Korean boys. <laughs> Be dancing around. In perfect sync, like. So. Oh, <laughs> that's why I feel optimistic because our, our vision is a little bit like the way we the way we interact with people yeah. because of our experiences, whether or not we went to college with each other, um, we're more, we're just more, we're just more open-minded. Yeah, I've seen, um, and I think we talked about it this year, last year, those different pods of uh, diverse groups in Rhode Island that kind of stay to each other are kind of yeah. melding a little bit and seeing it at the Juneteenth Festival, it's like, whoa, oh, I know you and you're African yep. and you're Cape Verdean and you're yep, this. Yep, yep. Oh, and you ain't even black. Because but. usually the festivals here would be Cape Verdean Festival, like right. Dominican Festival, Puerto Rican Festival. It's been like that for a while. So, so having something like PVD Fest. Right. Everybody yeah. goes. Culture yeah. Fest, same yeah. thing. So like something is happening and it's like y'all are on the, the precipice of something Ooh, that's really gonna help to transition mm -hmm, what's going on that's a nigerian right there yeah you see, like i use my english yeah, yeah. English. english so like very people will say you didn't eat your 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 past school fee <laughs> that means when you went to school you paid you didn't go and buy lunch even though you were hungry <laughs> you didn't eat it <laughs> what is the word for today webster what is the word for today hey, yo, that's me yo. I, mean, yo, I like the words man like say it what is the word i don't know the word i can make one precipice up. Hey, that's the one you just used. Yeah, but don't ask me to define it. <laughs> no, you used it. it correctly, yes. I, yeah. I just hope I'm it works. The way I use <laughs> no, it. Yeah. Sounds nah, it, it sounded good. None of us going to fight you on it. So, uh, so that's, that's what it is. That's so what it is. So when, when you talk about that and you see it for yourself, mm. I'm seeing hope in that. Yeah. I'm seeing hope in that. For sure, because born and raised here, I saw it. I was old Broad Street, and yeah. then it transitioned, and I saw how the Latin community was able to come together. And oh, yeah. do, whereas like the, the black folks there at the time moved to better places, different states. It's true. And it's just true. dispersed. Like and I said, at eight years old, we moved to Cranston. Like my parents yeah. weren't having it. Yeah. So now it's like, wait, wait, we don't got to like run off to our own corners. We can mm -hmm. come together and do ill stuff for mm -hmm. everybody. So mm -hmm. I, I like what's happening. Mm. So that's, a little, that's, that's it. That's me. That's what I'm about. That's what I'm about. Um, and like I said, please donate. Yes. Uh, it does take money. Actblue.com. And please vote. And please vote. Even if you don't vote for me, golly, empower yourself. Right. Do something. We vote. You know. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Through. No, this thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. Can to I be an honorary yeah. fourth member, please? Yeah. <laughs> honestly, yo, honestly, 
We always welcome guests because I'm always looking for like an excuse not to record so you can fill in for me. <laughs> Jen's traveling again now so you can fill in for Jen. So no, absolutely we'll have you back. On. It's like I tell people, I, I've been through a lot to get here. So I just thought like I'm waiting for somebody to be like, yo, we're just going to give you the honorary doctorate without like loans. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You're killing it with, with these miracles. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, sir, can you, I mean, ma'am, can you turn this into what now? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably drink it before. <laughs> Should you be drinking that? <laughs> So, so definitely thank you, thank you, thank you for yes. uh, for sharing your your word, your life with us on our wonderful podcast. Yes. Um, make sure you follow her on social media platforms. Where can people find you on social media again? So on Facebook, I go by Kamasa Amos. On Twitter and um, Instagram, I go by Getting to the Core. Getting to the Core. Yep. Love I am not a TikToker. Um, what other things are that I do feel? Never mind. So those are. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Check out her MySpace. Um, <laughs> I believe she has a website. Vote for Core, if I'm not mistaken. Vote for Core. It will be um, up. <laughs> I do have a phone number. Um, it is not my personal phone number. It's a Google number. But I do want people to reach out to me. Let me know what they want, what they're seeing, um, what they want discussed. Um, I'm all about. So me and this gentleman, we're talking about having forums, especially for our youth. Um, we want to hear from them. One of the initiatives I would really, really love to see, so you have all these committees in the, in the assembly. You have the finance committee or whatever, all these various committees, um, but nothing like a youth committee, which I understand because you have to be elected to office okay. to do that. But still at a uh, political level, we should be already, like I say, said cultivating youth so i would like to see something like that also implemented in the state house where we can choose some youth to come experience right. i know they have interns and stuff but that's at like college level right. you have to declare that you're like that's what you want to do you poli sci major of some sort right yeah so we need to start younger yeah. we high school students like i said y'all school oh excuse me <laughs> sorry i got a little relaxed um <laughs> Like I said, the schools were taken over. We haven't even heard what the youth are saying. Um, what do they want to see in their school systems? We know what we want for our children, but you, when you came from my generation, you weren't exactly allowed to express a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I did have that experience of, hey, Dad, I want to be the next Oprah. Started communications, and I remember he took me out, changed all my classes to law classes, oh, and it was like, wow. no. Only to find out when you most communication majors, they do end up going into law, like, you just had to wait a little bit more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's it. Mm -hmm. um, and now look what I'm doing, politics. Mm -hmm. Like so it's it's one of those things that I give a chance and I listen to our young people because I do think once you feed their vision, mm -hmm. listen, it's not just we we so used to instant gratification, right? We want things now. But once you start investing, these are the same children that is gonna take care of us. Exactly. In the next I'm not even gonna 30-something yeah. <laughs> years for me. Yeah. Um, but these are the same children. So if we're not in investing in them, when it when it's time to draw from that bank, it's not going to be there. Yeah, we're seeing it now a little bit. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Nobody putting me in a nursing home. Mm -mm. I will go build my house in Lagos oh, we know. before. And I will have my house girl and my house boy. <laughs> well, I have I to follow my husband. Yes. My, I will have to say my husband's also, his mom is from Arkansas. So that was like a culture shock. 
my husband, his <laughs> mother, mm. is Arkansas. He's Nigerian because his father's Nigerian. And ah, yeah. I was going to say, I did, did not know we had a presence in Arkansas. <laughs> there was. There was. Really? So when Nigerians came, he said when his father came on some, like, I feel like I'm making this long. Like, y'all, y'all still be calling? Oh, no, no you're no, okay. No. We're going to end oh, on okay. this one. I like okay. it. <laughs> Because it's about <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm, like I'm, I'm gonna lie. We're gonna end on one thing after that. Another Nigerian, but go. Okay. Watch it. No, no. So, his father, my my father-in-law, um, as I understood it, came on some kind of scholarship or for education. Um, that also happened to Liberians during the war. They were they could come here and get their education and. Um, he ended up in Arkansas, mm. and that's where he met his mom. I don't know how many of them were there, but they ended up moving here because that's where, I guess, most of the community oh, was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, so that's, that's what happened. So my, my, my husband um, ended up with his mother's last name, Amos, instead of... <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I will page you. Ah. Yeah, so um, you guys m- might know his sister that went to what I, uh, URI. I'm very proud of her, Emily. I will page you. Very nice, very nice girl. I have to look. Yeah, yeah. N- very nice. I, I do love my 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 um, family, the family I married into. They instilled a lot into my husband for him to uh, be able to be able to like take care of me the way he did. Like sure. that integrity that I see in him. You know, I'm like I've been campaigning so hard, and I I come home, and he's like, I try to straighten the house out, and I was like, Aww, that's so nice man. of you, <laughs> like. Like That's some, big. some, some, you know, they're not having it. They're yeah. not having their wife go That's out. Big. And when people tease him, like, oh, yo, you're going gonna to be the first. Like, he's like, yes, I am. Damn right. Yeah. Man. Listen. Speaking man. of seeking sister wife, that guy. Oh, that guy. He's just, <laughs> he's just off the rails now. I'm like, I can't be mad at you, sir. You, That's how you win. You win. Let me put this he on. He ain't Nigerian, is he? No. Oh, no, he's say. just a scammer. Oh, okay. Tabitha okay. Brown. <laughs> Tabitha Brown. I don't know if you guys know her. She's an influencer. Tabitha Brown. Oh, yes. The very positive yeah. lady. Yes. 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 She was able to retire her husband. Yes. I I'm speaking. I'm going to retire my husband. Amen. Because for the many years that mm. he worked for us, many, many years that he worked for us, that man never complained. Mm. Um, even when I was yelling at him. Wow. And when I yelled at him, I had to do this. <gasps> <laughs> horrible. You're using your good would, oxygen to do listen, that. I would definitely done. Just turn the uh, tank off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just need some time. Keep going. Keep going. I just need Excuse a moment. And, um. then, and then you look back a couple years, and then she was eating meat. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I would Man. never let you dip that down. Never. Yo, come on. Listen, there is a cancer. He's very petty yeah, that way. Yeah. I'm here though. I'm here. Yes, amen. amen. Listen. Amen. So I want to shout out my, my my like you said my family my my husband most especially. Um, even though I went through everything I did with my trans um, with my uh, pregnancy, my daughter looks just like him. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. She so was like, funny. "You were doing too much. I'm going to go." Ahead. <laughs> I love it. So, so, like I said, I wanted to end um, on another Nigerian note since we're talking about awesome black women in Rhode Island. Our good Give me a Tolu. big T. Yes. For Tolu. Big Tolu. <laughs> big Tolu. Hey. Oh, was just named to the Providence Business News. Uh, oh, wow. 40 under 40 list. Yes, yes. For yes. 2022. Yes, yes, yes. 
So, and she's such a humble lady. Like, she, no, I, I didn't know somebody 82? had the, actually, a good friend, Sam, sent it to me. Oh, and I'm wow. like, how did she not? Drina went to dinner. I got the. Uh, she sends the me, she sends me Instagram links all the time. Yeah, wow. Foolishness. And didn't mention it. Because but you know Tolu. That's, that's she's a humble girl. I'm a humble woman. I love Tolu. So I just wanted to make sure that at some point in this episode, I shouted out our good yeah. friend. You know, Tolu. when you go to her parents' house, the frame that will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that whole article will take up a wall. <laughs> my mom's still mad at it for framing my little college diploma. Little college like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you worked hard for that. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. that's what they tell you. How you worked hard word? for that. My mom always like, you know, education is one thing that they can't take away from you. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm like, yeah, educate yourself. Like, mm-hmm. they can't t- like, once you know the system, they can't take it from you. All they try to do is change it up. And then you empower and say, you, I ain't going nowhere. That's it. That's it. I love it. Love this it. Thank you. Such a great again. episode. Thank oh, you for coming. I really can't wait to listen back to this one. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Oh, yeah. and I had a thought last night. Spasm really should have more than one vowel in it. It really bothers me. Spasm. I don't spell it. S P A Z M. S P A. S M. S. Oh yeah, S M. Um, yeah, I don't like. It. Is that a, is, is that an English word? What's the root? Mm. It's fine. Interesting. What's the root? Is there such thing as an English word? Mm, it's all Latin, right? Um, okay, that, no. sorry, that was it. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Yeah. This was awesome, man. Thank, thank you, you one more thank time. You, thank you. Thank you, Sally Mae. Thank you, Sally Mae. <laughs> bitch, you sorry. No, cut that, cut that out, cut that out. We did so good, bitch. I know. I did so good. It was bubbling, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>